this Friday. Did anybody feel that? Go with the flow. Dante's Peak will rock your socks off. This is not good. This is not good. A thrilling blockbuster adventure. Stop! With mind-blowing special effects. Get out of there now before it's too late. We do not think you have enough time. Heart-pounding, run-for-your-life thrills. Come on! It will blow you away. Dante's Peak, rated PG-13, starts tomorrow at theaters everywhere. Dante's Peak! Woo! Welcome back to the podcast, uh, Old Millennials Remember Movies. Tyler's being his typical asshole self and laughing at how bad I always intro. You're such an asshole, Tyler. Um, so today I'm here, your host, Andalee Oshiko, here with my asshole co-host, Tyler Wilson, here. and our awesome, nice, friendly other co-host, guest starring today, Sean, who's been here on a, a previous episode, number beep. Do we not call him by his, by his last name? Did I don't we do know. That I that? don't remember. Um, hello. <laughs> Sean, did we use your last name before? I, or you want some I anonymity? think you, I don't think it matters. Oh. I think you did before. Sean Scott. No. He appeared on uh, the Signs episode, which was- I uh, literally highly, that. Highly too. controversial. Was it highly controversial? Yes. Yeah, the, I mean, in the way that it was- Sean and I against you. No, I like that movie. What is the problem? <laughs> yeah, but you were really mean. It was episode... Nope. Did you see, listen to our episode where I kind of defended uh, Glass? Because you kind of liked the movie Glass, too, didn't you? I did not. I I didn't listen to that one. Of course oh, you didn't. Rude. <laughs> Jesus. I listened to it a lot, though. Uh, yeah. I, w- I did mean to ask you, have you been listening to the podcast recently? Clearly not. I have. Oh, what was the the last episode you listened to? It's a good question. Putting you on the spot. Because he didn't. He hasn't. Yeah, what a jerk. That's a rule for for guest speaking on the podcast, Sean. Um, He's looking at his giant phone. This I listened. Size of a tablet. I listened to Small Soldiers. Yeah. Okay. Unbreakable. So that pro- I probably did listen to the Glass oh, yeah, Defense. Talks about Glass on Unbreakable. Mighty Ducks, Home Alone, Serendipity. Okay. The River Wild, Cool what? Runnings, the list goes on. The list goes on. Oh, what do you remember about Small Soldiers? I don't. <laughs> I meant the movie, not the podcast. Oh. <laughs> I remember nothing about the podcast, though. The movie itself? Yeah. I don't I don't remember watching the movie either. <laughs> okay. You're putting me on the spot. I didn't I think know. I'd have to talk during this. Oh, oh. yeah. That's how I feel. Tyler's mm. always put me on the spot. I'm like, I don't know. Um, and every time I do that, my work friend, Lisa, is <clears throat> always references back to a It's Always Sunny episode where D and... Tell me if this is ringing a bell. D, you goddamn bitch. Wait, no. D and what's his name? We're doing a podcast or something. And she's like, don't fucking look at me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't That's know what the fuck to say. That's a good one. <laughs> is that a recent one? I don't they're think all I've pretty seen good. that. That's pretty new. Like they're doing a radio they're show. They're doing a radio show or something. It's like season. It's later. It's not like an yeah. old, old one. But yeah. So she's like, you're always the D and. <laughs> don't look at me. Yeah. Don't, don't look at me. me. Yeah. It's pretty good. Because they're always like, oh, okay. Well, we're off to a good start. We are. <laughs> so we are going to talk about Dante's Peak from 1997 today. Fantastic film, which we'll get into the nitty gritty details of. But before we do that, we uh, will kick off with what we've been watching recently. So, Sean, what you been watching recently? Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching a show on Hulu called Future Man, which I find to be hilarious. Okay. <laughs> you should watch it. <laughs> that, you're you're like me. You're like this is good. I like it. Do it. 
I thought it was going to start with something else. I thought you were going to say <laughs> Spider-Man. Well, because we all saw Spider-Man, so we could talk about Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I also, um, last week I went and saw Spider-Man Far From Home. Okay, yeah. You're a Spider-Man fan, and your daughter is a, a Spider-Man fan, so you, I imagine you took her. I thought it was good. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I almost... Yes, yes. I, I actually surprised my daughter. I picked her up um, on my way home from work. I didn't tell her where we were going. Mm. And she's like, this is different than how mom usually drives home. And I was like, oh, yeah, we'll get there. And we pull into the Riverstone parking lot. She's like, what are we doing? And I parked the car. And I go, Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Yeah. And she was surprised. That's, That's awesome. Good. Now, if you remember her... His his daughter was very upset uh, at the end of Infinity War mm-hmm. because of um, her other beloved character, which is Black Panther, got yeah. dusted. Yep. Yes. She thought that shit was not going to get undone, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. She was sure surprised in Endgame <laughs> when he came back. How could she have not known? <laughs> oh, s- spoiler alert. Oh, yeah. Whoops. Spoiled Endgame. <laughs> I think oh, it's been a while. It's I think fine. we're safe there. I actually didn't want to go see Spider-Man because I feel like all the Spider-Man movies suck. That's not... Why That's... do you... You don't think that, though. I, I know, but, like, I you're right. I don't think that, but, like, I think that. Every time a Spider-Man movie comes out... You got... Okay, so then Spider- <laughs> Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse came out in December. I was like, I'm going to go to this. You want to see this? She's like, no, I don't want to see it. I come home, I was like... Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse is incredible. You should have watched it. And she's super mad at me. I was. I was really mad at you. But you told me you didn't want to go. Yeah. So this time I said, you're like, I don't want to go. I'm like, you're going because you like Spider-Man. And every time we go to the one of these, you get mad when I see one without you. I don't know. I just flash back and being such a terrible actor. Who? What are you talking about? Green Goblin back in the day. That's good. Those ones are first two are good. (laughs) That is beloved. People want that to come back still. You want to say Spider-Man 3, fine. <laughs> Did I see Spider-Man 3? I don't yes, even know. The, okay, I thought you were talking about the Andrew Garfield and ones, which I, are not very good. I skipped all the Andrew Garfield well, they're not, there's ones. Two Didn't of them. see a one of them. <laughs> they're not good. We have them over there. You can watch them. And so I was a little hesitant, but it, it was really good. It's and good. I saw the last one. This yes. was the second one, right? You didn't see it in the theater, though. I had to convince you to watch that one on video, too. Did Homecoming. I see it? Yes. Are you sure? I don't remember. Yes. It. So you're on a movie podcast. You can't even remember what you see. <laughs> but you liked it. Uh, which one? The first one? The new one. Yeah, I liked the new one. Uh, I liked that it was... Uh, uh, mm-hmm. What happened in the new one? <laughs> I have oh, to say, I, I'm kind of with Angie on this one. I wasn't as amped up for yeah. Far From Home as I was for previous Marvel movies. With Avengers Endgame, like, the hype was so high and the movie delivered so well yeah. that I wasn't really even ready for another movie yet. But once I saw Spider-Man Far From Home... As soon as it started, I was I was all in. It's it's it, it plays really well. I think it's a really fun movie. I do think it's just very. I don't know. We we were talking about it a few days after we saw it, and we we're just like, oh yeah, we saw that. Mm-hmm. I mean, because it just it doesn't have as much like consequential. I mean, compared to Endgame, I, and that's unfair. Well, but... how how did you feel about how the consequences of Endgame were addressed in this movie? That was actually the I preferred the movie more when it was a Spider-Man movie, and it I think it kind of whiffed on being a follow-up to Endgame because it didn't. I don't mind it because I know what they're trying to do. It, it's kind of unfair for this movie to be the one that comes after Endgame because yes. Endgame leaves all these lingering things about the world, and then this movie is just like we'll make a couple jokes about it. We'll go eight months later and then kind of just disregard it. And I I I hope personally that Marvel makes another movie that fills in some more gaps there because I felt like. It was almost. It was. I, I was frustrated by that aspect of it. I liked it better when it just became a Spider-Man movie. And likely, this is the only movie that's going to continue the timeline for a while because 
they haven't announced what's coming out next officially, but the next few movies are most likely going to be prequels, and it's going to be a couple years before we actually catch up with the main timeline again. Yeah, that seems crazy to me. I, yeah, I don't know. That's it's, annoying. It's weird. Now, that being said, I, I think um, Jake Gyllenhaal gave me exactly what I wanted as, like, a Spider-Man fan in, like, the 90s watching, like, the cartoon series, and my just my... Me just really liking Mysterio is probably like one of my favorite Spider-Man villains. I, oh, sorry, he's a, he's a villain in the movie. <gasps> oh, spoiler! <laughs> Ooh, spoiler he really sold it. I was I was disappointed when he did the turn. Oh come on! <laughs> I thought he was going to be there for no. Peter. <laughs> anyway, what I really I really liked what they did with Mysterio in this movie. I think that's that is the movie to me. And I think the two stingers at the end of this movie are some of the better ones uh, we've had in Marvel movies because they genuinely give you new things to think about and give you a fun tease for something else. Yeah. I like that. I like the stingers on this one too. So it's good. It's again, I, it's weird. Endgame was very good and it was a, an ending of a, of a big segment of the, the universe. And so this just felt like a weird, I, I, whatever, whenever they just, whenever they can move away from the end game stuff, I was happy because mm-hmm. I was like, they're not doing it justice. So I might as well just become a Spider-Man movie. I like the, uh, what's your name character? MJ. Mm-hmm. She was great in this. In the first movie, she was really cold, standoffish, and you thought that was kind of just who she was, but you could see in this that that was a front that she was putting up to keep people away, and she started to show her true emotions. And it was kind of neat to see her open up to the other she's not, characters I mean, in her class. Mm-hmm. She's also just not the love interest in the first movie. Not at all. At all. I mean, and so that was... I mean, we didn't even know it was MJ until the end of the movie, obviously. Um, yeah, she's really good. I like... Their chemistry together is really good, and it gives you this relationship of, like, two people who like each other, they're teenagers, and they don't know how to express their emotions <laughs> to each other, and all of that's just really, really good, because mm-hmm. it, it is just, it's too accurate, <laughs> almost. Yeah. I love the scene where she was like, you're Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. Oh, yeah, she figures out, I mean, we're spoiling this all over the place, aren't we? So, oh, well, it's been out for a few weeks. Yeah. Was she really interested in him because she thought he was Spider-Man only, or... Did she, she like him as Peter as well? That doesn't... Because she, she came around and said that she liked him. I don't know. Her character strikes me as someone who wouldn't just be impressed with, like, Spider-Man. Yeah. That's true. That goes against everything that she's shown. Yeah. yeah. She's I don't think cool she cares so much about that. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I like... Um, that makes me feel better. Yeah. <laughs> now, that being said... Before we've already spoiled everything. Like, the only thing... The other thing that was throwing well, me off in that were movie... Were we not supposed to? Well, I don't know. Who cares? It doesn't matter. <laughs> Usually we say... I don't know. For the four people that care, but... Like, oh, like, spoilers for Spider-Man. a lot more than four. Okay, well, whatever. Three Too bad. Years. It's been out for a few weeks. What do you want from me? <laughs> it, I thought Samuel L. Jackson was so weird in this movie. Like, it was so off. And I never bought this whole thing of, like, him buying into some random guy coming around and being like, yeah. I'm from another dimension. <laughs> that was It just so doesn't weird. go, it goes against what Nick Fury is about. So it was a, anyway, it was just, it was really great to have that turn on its head and, like, turn the story and, they, and then and, let you rethink the movie a little bit more is like, oh, okay, well, this makes a lot more sense now. And maybe I'm easily impressed, but Samuel L. Jackson is playing Nick Fury. Yeah. But he's playing a scroll 
pretending he's yeah. Nick Fury. So that's several layers of acting. And, it, yeah. but, and you can tell it's different. That's the thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you wouldn't know that going in. You're just like, this seems weird. He's not playing the character and the same way he normally does. We've been watching him play this character for over a decade. And so we're familiar with it. Yeah. And even the Jake Gyllenhaal character makes like a throwaway comment of like, oh, Nick Fury, he's like paranoid as shit. Like he's going to figure this out. <laughs> They're like telling you like, this yeah. is unusual that he isn't super paranoid about him. I like that. And for the little while, I was a little bit, I was thrown off because the last time we've he hasn't been in that many recently except for he's in a lot of captain Marvel, but he's younger and it's different yeah. a little bit so it was like this i was like I, is it just because we haven't seen him like in these movies very much recently it just seems odd but no he's just like this is off yeah i appreciated that it was we were given they were smart about that and i think i read the director was like yeah we like the reason they came up with is like we never were able to kind of get around the plot hole of him buying into this in the first place. So we just <laughs> yeah. had to come up. It's like once he's like once we saw Captain Marvel, he's like, oh okay, now we know how to do it. It's perfect. Yeah, yeah. So that was good. I like that. Yep, yeah, that was good. Um, so you watched Future Man? We talked about that a little bit. Do you want to talk about that anymore? Or? I don't think we need to <laughs> okay. since nobody else has watched it. Okay, I'm gonna watch it though. Yeah, um, I like that kid. What's his name? Josh Hutcherson. Josh Hutcherson. Yeah. Yeah, that guy. We saw uh, Angela and I saw Midsummer. Mm-hmm. Oh, Midsummer, Midsummer, the follow-up follow from the director of Hereditary. Yeah, right? Ari Aster. Yeah. Um, we went and we were, <laughs> we were a good fun well, fact. First, first, we yeah. were debating between two movies. <laughs> yes, we were. It was down to Midsummer, follow-up to Hereditary. So, like, gonna be good reviews, great reviews, yeah, great critic response, <laughs> or. Stuber. Stuber. I actually thought Stuber looked funny. So it I turns watched out it's not good. I well, watched the, the reviews trailer. weren't very good. We were like, oh, yeah. this is got like a 30%. Per- like, we should, we're not going to well, go to Stuber, okay. are we? The, the trailer, I love What's-His-Name. Kumail Nanjiani. Yeah, he's yeah. very funny. And I like What's-His-Name. Dave Batista. Yeah. yeah, him. And uh, the trailer looked funny. I was like, this yeah. looks like a fun summer romp, you know? You watch me. I'm going to use my A-list and go sketch it in two days. Yeah. <laughs> but then I was like, who wrote it? Like... Who was involved in the writing and who directed it? And that's been the criticism: is that the script was no good. Yeah, I was like, two really funny people can't carry a bad movie. So anyway, can we, try, we didn't go to Stuper. <laughs> you almost bought those tickets; they were like literally in your, your car. Your whole argument was like Stuper is one hour and twenty seven minutes, and <laughs> and she's like Midsummer's two hours and twenty five minutes. We're not going to that. Like, it's like, late. That's long. That's that a long. commitment, yeah. and I know it's not going to be like a fun movie. It's going to be like a. I'm not going to feel good. I'm going to feel so then uncomfortable. You, so, uh, you know, we decided to go to Midsummer, which That's I was happy it. about because I wanted to see it. But then you made this, like, excuse of, like, oh, I thought the movie was at 7. I legit <laughs> thought the movie was at 7. I was like, no, it's from the beginning. I was like, it started at 6.45. <laughs> I don't remember that. So then we went to dinner, and I'm watching. The, there's a giant clock on the wall. I'm watching it, just enjoying <laughs> our sandwiches. Yeah. And then it's like seven ten when we leave, and I was like, "It's fine. The, pre- the trailers are going to go for twenty minutes." Yeah, we got it. We're fifteen minutes from the theater, and it's like, "Oh, the trailers are going to go for ten more minutes." It's like the movie started at six forty five. Like, oh, oh shit, that was twenty five <laughs> minutes ago. Wow. So we were thirty. You drove fast. I took my uh, little electric vehicle and drove the shit. We were thirty three minutes late. <laughs> thirty three minutes late. We walked in opening credits of the movie. How are there that many trailers in front of a two and a half hour movie already? Or how did I drive that fast? I don't know. No, I checked the time. We were still 33 minutes late. That's true. When we got the ticket, it wouldn't even work on my phone. The ticket wouldn't work. They're like, well, it's not working. It's like, oh, well, we're late. It's like, oh, yeah, we usually this doesn't work after like 20 minutes. And they still let you in? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, it's on the thing. Oh, Oh, they could see it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, the movie was really good. Yeah, I kind of loved it. It's great. I have seen Hereditary. The only thing I know about Midsummer is it's 
Wicker Man esque. It is, and yeah, as soon as I saw the trailer, I was like, "I've seen this movie. This is a Wicker Man." And yeah. I, I think that I might. Ch- I love Wicker Man. That might. That might <laughs> no. steer. I don't know. When you say it's like I Wicker have Man, it. I'd still go back and watch it. No, sometimes. the Nick you Cage have one. It? Mm-hmm. The Nick Cage yeah. one. Yeah, you shut up. I've never seen the original. Yeah. <laughs> what year did Wicker <laughs> Man come better, out? But uh, like two thousand six. I'm guessing. I don't know. Um, it's I'm a sucker for a bear costume. It's no, getting punched out. Midsummer, so in that it is. It, I mean, Mids, Rick, Wicker Man. Oh, that is really 2006. Mm-hmm. Swish. Swish. Um, <laughs> um, it's not like it's definitely like a more nuanced version sure. of that. It, Wicker Man is just like it's cheese, right? The new yeah. one, anyway. Um, this one is. I mean, there's going to be a lot of people don't like it because it's it's drawn out. It's just like immersive. It's it's a bunch of there's four people that are going into a place and just like shit's gonna go bad and it doesn't go bad for a while but you're like mm, it's gonna go bad. But I would disagree. I don't think people are gonna feel like it's drawn out because I am I very think... critical of long movies and mm. I was like this does not. I don't feel think it like feels like two and a half hours. Mm. No, I think it it moves pretty well. Um, I was like in it. And that being said, I see I like Hereditary. I didn't love the last ten minutes or so of Hereditary. Yeah. Once um, once the. F- Spoilers. Once the fire starts in the living room, it yeah. kind of goes downhill. It goes downhill. But fast. a lot of people but, like that. But well, it's fun to watch. Yeah. But the the lead up to it was so scary. Like it pulls you in mm-hmm. because of the loss of a child and the emotional impact that has, and how how well Tony Collette sells that in oh, the movie. She's so good. Like that is such a capturing it's f- or capture. Captivating. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Captivating yeah. performance. Yeah. And it's then and She's then it just goes. Movie way in a different direction it, with yeah. all the demonic the, witches and what have you. The spell is broken, I think, a little bit. I yeah. think the scares are kind of done, too, at yeah. that point. But um, And then making the models, that was so weird. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It really gets under your skin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Midsummer is almost exclusively in the daylight. There's maybe one jump scare in the thing. It is not like a traditional like horror movie in that regard. But oh my god, it's incredibly disturbing and mm. it's intense. It's very intense, and it's I think it's terrific. I think it's and it's actually really funny. It's like a half comedy, I would say, even mm-hmm. like it's and it, it's deliberately funny too. Like it's and not like to be ha funny. ha funny, but like <laughs> no, the character like it's not meant. To, I was listening to some other um, thing about this, uh, another podcast. I can't remember what it was, but they were talking about like how a lot of horror movies can make people laugh from like the extreme circumstances on screen. It's not intentional, whereas. Mm. This movie is like the characters are are being funny. They're reacting in a funny way. So like it's just a it's another compliment of the script being just so mm-hmm. strong that it, it gives you these moments where you can have these relief moments mm-hmm. during this really fucked up story. I thought it was great. I like mm-hmm. I I liked it a lot more than Hereditary. Even I think no, nothing tops like Tony Collette and her. She's amazing in yeah. that movie. But Florence Pugh in this is really good. Which who the lead actress Girl. Florence Pugh? Yeah, she's really good. So Midsummer over Hereditary. I, to me, I think it's I I really yeah. liked it. Yeah. I but it's agree. not for the faint of heart. <laughs> it goes to some pretty this, messed up places. Is this one you need to see on big screen? Um, I well, it's it's the cinematographer is the guy who's been nominated like four times in a row. Like he shot Cold War last year. It's it's a gorgeous movie. I think it's worth seeing on the big screen. But it I is mean, big and beautiful. And I see. I didn't even Hereditary to me. I saw like on video because I don't like yeah. I don't like seeing scary things in the theater. And I, saw, really. yeah, I think same I watched here. Hereditary on my phone. Yeah, I, <laughs> like that's real small. So you couldn't watch this movie. I don't. There, well, I there think, were times where I'd look away from the screen. Yeah, <laughs> Midsummer is all. In, I mean, there's no, there's one jump scare, but the rest of it is just like <laughs> that's my kind of horror movie. I prefer a movie that doesn't try to jump at me all the time anyway. So plus, there's I, like all a, these hieroglyphics that I think if you're watching really cool. at home, you wouldn't see as well. I'm actually here to watch it again because there's a lot of stuff that they're kind of um, 
teasing in the movie before it happens uh, mm-hmm. type visuals. So, mm-hmm. it's good. High, I liked it. High praise. I yeah, I, I I loved it. There's only a few movies I would say that I love this year, and that that's one of them. Uh, well, I'm yeah. in. Yeah. The only other major thing I've been watching that I won't talk about. I'm going to see you the next it. podcast. You're mentioning it. So be sure to listen to the next podcast oh where I'm going to oh, talk, talk about. Oh, I know you're going to talk about. At first sight. It's a reality TV show. <laughs> that Val show. Kilmer show? That Val Kilmer movie with Mira Sorvino? No. no. Oh, Married, okay. Married at first sight, I think is the full we name. We should watch that Val Kilmer movie is a total fodder for this podcast. That was Married at first sight? Yeah. There, that was a, a commercial for like oh. Geico on the Super Bowl or something. Oh, Married at First Sight has like several seasons. Really? People at work have talked about you this. You said you and were going to talk and about I'm always like, <laughs> <laughs> And I'm always like, I'm not going to watch that. But I just started watching it a couple days ago you and it's really good. Talk about it. I definitely oh. recommend it. It's on Hulu. Hmm. It starts on season four on Hulu, but it seems fine. How the fuck do you watch something like The Handmaid's Tale and you're like, well, I'm done with that. I'm going to watch Married at First Sight. Because sometimes I just like to watch trash TV and watch people's lives and criticize them and laugh at them. I've literally laughed out loud by myself I've never heard this. anybody describe Handmaid's Tale like that. <laughs> you're such an asshole. Good one. Anyway, <laughs> it's almost like only dating someone for like six months and then getting married to them. You just explained the- <laughs> Okay, I don't, I don't even do it. That's Sean. Oh. No, it was way longer than that. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was like nine months. It was like nine months. <laughs> it was like nine Enough to make months. a baby anyway. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Married at first sight. That's Sean Scott. Sean Address? Scott. It's no. <laughs> my longest marriage. Yeah, boom. <laughs> how long have you guys been married now? Um, it'll, well, be six, it'll be Kylie. six years. <laughs> Go off that kid, though. <laughs> All right. I love it. Okay. Fun. So, we are going to transition now into the movie. Dante's Peak. Dante's Peak. I'm going to give you a little few high stats. Yes. <clears throat> okay. Dante's Peak came out in February of 1997. So, we picked this movie because it really Odd. feels like a summer blockbuster. Yeah. Right. Apparently, they thought it was a February blockbuster. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, keep right. going with your high okay. stats. We'll move on. Uh, rated PG-13. Um, clocks in at one hour, 48 minutes, which is exactly 18 minutes too long. And we will talk about... Oh, we will talk about that specifically. Those 18 minutes <laughs> at the disagree. end of the podcast. <laughs> disagree. Sean says disagree. <laughs> okay. Um, it stars Pierce Brosnan, Linda Hamilton, who I think I referred to in all my notes. Sarah Connor. It's just Sarah Connor. Correct. And then some other people. And Oscar winner Grant Hesloff coming back to the podcast after his star-making turn in Congo. Who? Grant Hesloff. You know, if you listen to the George podcast, Clooney's John. producing partner, he won an Oscar for Good Night and Good Luck. He appears as an actor in the movie Congo. He makes a racist comment to a guy and then gets murdered by a gorilla. A okay. giant, scary gorilla. Grant Hesloff. He has an Oscar with George Clooney. Who is he in Dante's Peak? He is the guy that goes, coffee! Coffee, oh, coffee, coffee! I cappuccino! Know. <laughs> I know him. Jamba! All right. It's a coffee guy. That's <laughs> Grant all, Hesloff. That's all he does. I don't know his character name, but it's a coffee guy. <laughs> oh, Tyler. Oh, I want to talk about character names. We'll, we'll get to <laughs> Good, that. Great. All right. It was written by a, a writer. Leslie, which I was hoping Leslie it was a woman, Bowen. but it wasn't. It was the guy who wrote Daylight. Interesting. We'll bring that up. I think he uh, rewrote the same movie twice for a little bit of this, but okay. Directed by Roger Donaldson. Who made a good movie named 13 Days with Kevin Costner a few years after this. I like how you've got fun facts for each of these things, and you're just coming right off the dome. They're not just off his head. It's (laughs) ridiculous. That's amazing. Okay. He's who you want to invite to 
movie trivia. Okay. Go ahead. Not to anything else in life. <laughs> nope. <but> definitely <laughs> movie I can tell you about... Do you want me to run through the 25-man roster of the current Minnesota Twins? No, I do I can not. tell you about their stats, even. <clears throat> okay. They won today, so Tyler's happy. You bet your ass they won okay. today. Okay, <laughs> what do you think the budget was for this movie back in 1997? $65 million. Higher. Oh. Higher. Really? You're kidding. Higher. They spent a lot of money on this. $100 million? Higher. $120. $116 million. Oh, my gosh. Wow, this is at a time when Waterworld was the most expensive movie produced at, I think, 200 that's yeah. a lot for ninety seven. That's a yeah. lot. One hundred and sixteen million. That's a lot of money. Box office was they did not make that money. <laughs> um, their uh, gross U.S. was sixty seven million, and then the cumulative worldwide was one hundred seventy eight million. So Ouch. it made some money overseas, but they didn't. It didn't make it back. No, they didn't get it back. No advertising way. and everything. <sighs> so there you go. It's a rough one. I'll I tell guess you where that's it played why well. we didn't get Dante's Peak too. <laughs> <laughs> the town is gone. <laughs> But there's maybe survive. a baby Dante's Peak. Like the Godzilla. Yeah. <laughs> like in Godzilla. There's like the main Dante's Peak and Dante's then there's Peak little, Junior. little Dante's Peak. Ooh, I like that. Little Dante's Peak. Okay. Yep. I, like I bet it. in Dante's Peak too, uh-huh. there's another mountain and they come to check it out uh-huh. and an old lady goes, you guys are out here messing around when Dante's Peak went off and nothing happened then. <laughs> Nothing's going to happen now. It's like, no, but it, nothing did happen to Dante's Peak. <laughs> <laughs> bah! Bah! Um, okay, so... so that was Mount St. Helens and Dante's Peak. Right. Yes. Um, it blew up. <clears throat> it <was> real. <laughs> Didn't blow up as bad as Dante's Peak blows up, but... Okay, those, thems are, thems are your high do stats. Do we want to do... Okay, so my question is, do we want to do what we remember first, and then we go into, like, kind of the main reason why we chose this movie, or... <laughs> yes. So do we want to do what we remember first, for, about yes. the plot of the movie? Yes. Who do you think remembers the movie the most? Because uh, prob- that's who we'll finish with. Well, Sean knows it really well. I also obviously know okay, it really well. Okay, I'll go but... first, and then Tyler, and then okay, Sean. Here we sure. go. What do you remember? There's a volcano that erupts, and Pierce Brosnan and his family, wrong, has to escape <laughs> down the mountain. Wrong. <laughs> the most memorable scene... <laughs> the most memorable scene is when the lava is coming, and Grandma gets out of the car or something wrong. to push them. Whoa. And lets the lava burn up her legs, and she dies. It's so <laughs> stupid and fucked up. This movie is awful. <laughs> Whoa. You got it wrong. <laughs> Wait. That's what this is going to be? You don't like it? Well, we will find out. Oh, no. Oh, no. All right. Oh, no. I wrote, We're not going to be friends anymore. <laughs> I wrote, James Bond and Sarah Carter need to warn a small town about an impending eruption of a volcano people, stupid, people stupidly live around. Volcanologist Pierce tells people it's going to blow, and Mayor Linda believes him, but everybody else is like, Psh. Some skinny dippers get burned up in a hot spring. Grandma jumps out of a rowboat and into an acid lake after the main character spend a third of the fucking runtime trying to save her dumb ass. Also driving Wrong. a lava, paraclastic clouds, and George Clooney's producing partner Grant Hesloff is back again on old millennials remember movies, baby. <laughs> baby. Can't believe you typed that out on your phone. I it did. took you like on 20 phone, minutes. I typed out Grant Hesloff is George Clooney's <clears throat> producer's partner. It's all right there. Okay, Sean. All right. You, you saved the best for last because you skipped a lot. Well, I didn't like... <laughs> I was writing on my phone. <laughs> He's writing on his phone, too. He went Look with at, his phone points. is the size of our fucking mm-hmm. laptop. It's not that much different. <laughs> no, it's a pretty big phone. What kind it's of phone is phone. that? It's a Galaxy S8 Plus. Brag. Do you hold that up it's, your head? It's like three years old. Brag. <laughs> <laughs> yes, really I big. do. Anyway, I remember that the movie opens with a volcanic eruption. Dead wife. True. Then there's a hot springs death. Yep, two. Then they better send in the team. Yes. Broken leg and a robot? Question mark. Meeting in the gym. Did you mean rowboat? 
No, no, I mean robot. robot. There's a robot. I'm what going robot? in chronological order. He's going in the order. Oh my god! What no, robot? what robot? Are you kidding? What were you doing for the half of this movie? What robot? Spider the, legs. The fucking volcano doesn't erupt for 53 minutes, and here you oh, are. Oh, the robot on the mountain. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I wouldn't call that a robot. It's a robot. It's like a little Wally. He's then, not like, oh, I am a robot. Then there's a meeting in the gym, followed by earthquakes. And okay, I had this wrong. <laughs> I had pyroclastic cloud at this point, nope. but this was just the pre-eruption. Mm-hmm. 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 Evacuate the town! Exclamation point. <laughs> Drove an old suburban through the river. Turns out it was new at the time. Acid <laughs> lake, no legs. Forest service truck driving in lava. Boss swept away in the van from the bridge. Abandoned mine shaft. Bone sticking out. <laughs> Experimental NASA locator beacon. Mm-hmm. Saved. <laughs> I, like I mean, I'm going to just points. give a round of applause. <laughs> just bullet that. points. I love that. Just, it's pretty good. Um, All right. Well, that was our podcast. That pretty much wraps up. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, I think we do need to acknowledge the fact that this movie could have just been called Super Truck because there are so many like trucks of the super features that don't like they don't get. Could have been called yep. the Transporter because there's driving and a truck. You get so excited about that joke, and then it just fell flat. But I love the Transporter. What if I was movie... waiting for the rest of it. <laughs> I hate you both. <laughs> okay. So the reason this is an exciting movie and the reason that Sean and I have probably seen it more than most people is because it was shot about 40 minutes from where we grew up. Yep. And we were in uh, middle school when yep. it was filming in Wallace, Idaho. Yep. And on top of that, my grandmother lived in Wallace at the time and I spent most of my su- or a lot of my summers over there. And got to watch the sets being built. I actually saw some of the scenes being filmed. One, which I remember specifically in the movie. Which one? Uh, at the beginning when Mayor Wando mm-hmm. is giving her... <laughs> it, she's late for her speech. But when she finally shows up, Pierce Brosnan is walking through the crowd. Mm-hmm. I saw him walk through yeah, that crowd. Yeah, he did. Yeah. This is James Bond, too. you got to think about this. This is off um, yeah. of Goldeneye. Yeah, it was. So this is Pierce Brosnan's hot. Mm-hmm. This was a big deal for old Wallace, Idaho. But got to see them build all the sets in town. Got to see them destroy them and see the town filled with ash. It was pretty cool. Yeah. They filled the town with ash? Yeah, yeah it was actually biodegradable. So when water hit it, it just went away. Or not biodegradable, but it, with water, it would shrink into nothing and wash away. I There's a lot to say about this movie, but my number one takeaway is... And this is a theme of our podcast: is just how much awesome practical effects is in this movie. Like it's all covered with practical effects. Yeah, you saw that on ramp to the freeway, yeah. which is I ninety. Yeah, um, drop away. They yeah. actually had that's cars amazing. on that, and they dropped it out. And that's and if you go up there, you I mean the thing you recognize is probably the way that that that's yeah they what built it looked like. they built a, an on ramp just to destroy it. Yeah, it's oh, they that's built awesome. they built facades on the front of buildings to collapse. They actually had they built like a church that tipped over onto the bus that yeah. wasn't there before that's amazing they made I it mean, just for the movie and that's why it cost a hundred oh yeah exactly <laughs> put the money is on the screen and i i that's that's the number one thing about this movie i think is terrific it's also, just got a ton of this stuff that orange suburban they bought like nine of them from used car lots around the area awesome. <laughs> that's expensive i remember that so like that there was this was a big deal so i didn't get to go up to film i didn't i don't think i went up my mom wanted to go i think we just never ended up going but it was like every day on the news where they would just be like, oh, they're still filming, still filming Dante's Beacon. Go up there. You can go up there and you want to be an extra. They, it was like a big ass deal. And this was before, like, so we've had in our area since then, there, we have a production company that's made some like mid range movies and low budget mm-hmm. movies. And so they've have set up, they've had some 
stars and stuff come through town or whatever. But this was like a big. This, I mean, it, nothing this big had ever come through the area. No, so. not with that sort of production. And I just remember when it came out in theaters, it was just like the people around here anyway. Like it was, it was like a summer blockbuster atmosphere because it was like obviously because they filmed it. Yeah, right where we lived, so mm-hmm. pretty much. So they also shot it in the summer, which made me think it was summer. Yeah, blockbuster. Yeah, release. they shot it in the summer, and uh, yeah, so that. Yeah, it was a big old deal. I, I I have a lot of memories of just them filming it, even though I never went because mm-hmm. it was just like always in people's uh, mind. I had it, so I was wondering if you had knew, knew if your grandma was in the movie, if she was as an extra, or do you know anybody that was an extra in the movie? She was not. Um, a a lot of the townspeople were in like the the meeting or not the meeting, the speech at the beginning that I described yeah. earlier. A lot of people were in the. The gym scene where all hell breaks loose and the yep. earthquake starts. This is kind of fun, though. I didn't realize till last night, but when I was a kid, I thought that everyone in the movie was from Wallace except for Pierce Brosnan and Sarah, yes. Con- Sarah Connor, Linda Hamilton. Yeah. And then last night I realized all oh, these people are actors. <laughs> from- Anybody with lines. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, when I was a kid, I was like, huh, I wonder if I've seen them walking around town. <laughs> like the earthquake. People. Well, like the city council members and the yeah. <laughs> and different things. They act like they act like uh, Parks and Rec level city council members, though. Yeah, so they did know a lot that. of bickering going on with the people. They did know that. Um, yeah, it's. Oh, uh, and go ahead. On that note, the the bald city council member that's only concerned about the economic yeah. impact, he dies in the helicopter. I didn't realize oh, that till that last guy. night. Yeah, yeah he, he was oh. the one next to the pilot that handed him the fifteen thousand oh. dollars cold cash. See, here's the thing about this movie. Didn't uh, catch that. It, it, the movie has a relatively low body count, but the people it does kill, they always it, it, they are exclusive people that you're mad at. <laughs> like, Except I was feeling myself sympathizing with Paul, Pierce Brosnan's bo- boss, this uh, yes. time around. Yes. Oh, we'll get to that, because I think this is one of the more... Uh, we'll get to it. <laughs> I do want to mention, while we're mentioning the, the, the stuff about pe- people from Wallace, because one of the first things that we really uh, got excited about in this movie was during the speech... Uh, that Sarah Connor's giving at the town, we found two characters mm-hmm. in the back behind her that we thought must have been from Wallace, Idaho, because they are some funny-looking people. <laughs> I'm definitely... You know what I'll do? I'll put it on the Facebook. You will not put it on the Facebook. You yeah. always say that when you never put well, anything on Well, it's easy to do from my phone. We took a screenshot of do it. Do you guys ever get comments on your website about people complaining about things not showing up on the <laughs> website? Yeah. Yeah, we just delete we those, delete those comments. comments. Here, Sean, I'll, I'll show you the picture, because I took a picture of my phone. So, yeah, there, it's it's a guy in a strange hat, and then this other woman that's just making a very angry face. <laughs> they are not excited about this town being named the most the second best place to live. Oh, is that piece but of like, crap she town She looks in like she's from Midsummer. Like, that lady is in the Midsummer movie. I think she is. She, she's probably that lady that's pushing from behind. <laughs> Don't spoil it, but yes. <laughs> that, that would make her age. That's the appropriate age, I, I think. I think so. She's the pusher. <clears throat> she's the Chris Pratt one, uh, Chris Pat light the pusher. The poor man... Cr- Poor yep. man's Chris Pratt butt pusher. Oh my god! <laughs> See Midsummer. It's See? real good. You don't even know what we're talking about. I have no idea. So I will definitely post that picture. What a great picture! We'll do it at some. So point. this town has been been called the second best place to live in America. Population under twenty thousand. Mm-hmm. Except for that, right uh, right after that piece of crap town in Montana. <laughs> yeah, they make fun of that Montana. That's the hotel guy, uh, Pierce Brosnan. I was certain he was a Wallace resident when I watched and it as a kid. Now you're just like, <laughs> nope. I know, a piece of crap town in Montana. First of all, where is this supposed to be set? Where is Dante's Peak? It's in Washington. Washington. Okay. Which is interesting. Since well, like they... Mount St. Helens. Yeah. Yeah. 
but mm-hmm. they have a lot of the cars Cascades, have Washington plates. Cascades, yeah, sure. a lot of the cars have Washington plates, but there are a few Idaho plates in there as well. Which which they, they I mean, pull from filming there. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Okay, well, anyway, where are we? I mean, the the thing about this this there is that flashback in the beginning. What a what a way to begin a movie, by the way. Ooh, Just buddy. like a bunch of like Latin American destruction. <laughs> People it's really like dark. Yep. You can't oh, you can't see, see anything. Lot. Yeah, and then this is where we learn why Pierce Brosnan puts a lot of effort into creating super trucks because. They're trying to escape a volcano with his wife, who keeps calling him a honey a bunch. Drives me crazy. And just a regular old Dodge. The Dodge. You has... made a note of being a Dodge, clearly. Oh, yeah. Has, has no off-roading capabilities. No. Has no river fording capabilities. No. <laughs> it's not prepared. Mm-hmm. And then the, no the, scuba gear. And then what happens? Well, the the hood of it is not very strong, because a rock comes right through and kills that poor lady dead. No no questions asked, real quick. Well, you're right. It did hit the hood. There was one that hit the hood. Yeah. And then another one went through the roof. And smacked her in the head. Yeah. yeah, a hood is different than the roof. What did I say? What you said, hood. A hood you were you were combining engine. you were combining two separate impacts. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't care. That's all right. <laughs> did you guys catch his? And it wasn't his wife. He was close to getting married once. It, maybe it was his fiance, but oh. it was definitely his girlfriend. Yeah, I was wondering. Did, people did you, who are married um, don't say honey that much. Did you catch her name? Huh? Did you catch Marianne. it? Marianne, yeah, it's Marianne, was not it? Marianne. Marianne. Oh. We had the Marianne. subtitles. On okay, the way. that's yeah. good. I was yeah. concerned. No, because I didn't have subtitles. No, it was yeah. Marianne. Oh, phew. we always have kids interrupting. Yeah, we have those subtitles. On. We're, We're like, also see. hard of hearing. That's why the screenshot we showed you it says it's beautiful subtitles? and safe on there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's on there. I find that we actually catch a lot more dialogue. Yeah, well, we have way. to play it quiet because you know. Yeah, we play it kind of quiet, and plus, yeah. oh. we just catch more. <laughs> and this. I we had just gotten our our young son to bed when I started this movie, and it starts out real quiet, just doing the clouds mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Then the fucking volcano <laughs> explodes and shook the whole house, and I was trying to turn it down as fast as I could. Oh man! And my wife was like, "What are you doing?" Well, <laughs> I know I tried to turn so it down. So we get that scene, and then we just get what becomes Pierce Brosnan doing uh, grief push-ups, which is what yes. people do he's when doing they lots are. Lots of push-ups. See, after four years, he's just he's put that Five. grief into his push-ups. Five? I thought later. I said four years later, but okay. I mean, I wrote five. I don't know. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so then, you know, we find out there's some activity going on in the Cascades. Mm-hmm. He has the town, second best blah, blah, blah. The mayor mm-hmm. has some kids that are... He was on vacation also. Was he? Yeah. Yes. He came oh. in from vacation. So he comes in there. The mayor's got... She owns it. She owns a deli that has the best cappuccino this uh, this side of Seattle. Did you I see miss, that? I missed that part. Yeah. It's his uh. best cappuccino. <laughs> It's a lot of coffee in this movie because There's my a, man Oscar Winter Grant has love, loves coffee later on. Keeps asking about lot coffee. A lot of coffee. Uh, you know, there's some shit going on uh, with the mountain. They go, the, so we, yeah, we meet this family, right? This is really what mm-hmm. this, this movie's about. Sarah Linda Hamilton. Mm-hmm. She's got kids, and then she's got a. The grandma is her ex's mom, not her mother. Her mother-in-law. It's her mother-in-law, yeah. but the guy has taken off, right? You got one kid. Who's a poor man's JGL? Uh, yes, he did. Okay, yeah. he definitely does look like poor man's Joseph JGL. Gordon Levett. Yeah. I hate when he says JGL. His name is JGL. Hurts my brain. Yep, <laughs> he does. He looks. He's like he playing young. in a mine with his other kids. He's being a punk. Don't worry, we'll get to that mine later. There's not really a mine at that location. No, no, it's oh, in the middle of town. Yeah. It's a very strange, uh, <laughs> strange detail. But mm-hmm. um, and then there's another a little girl who's younger, but not as annoying. Oh. Um, but then they go up. Grandma lives. She roof. has a name. Who? The little girl. Who cares? It's Lauren. 
What is it? It's Lauren. Okay. Oh, you read the thing about all the character names. Well, I would like to elaborate a little bit. Oh, yeah. Let's hear it about the characters. They say everyone's name so many times in this movie that I know them all now. (laughs) I couldn't believe it. Like, you know them more than our kids' names At one point... When they're on the mountain and they say the, Harry a lot. Well, yeah. So <laughs> Harry, Harry Dalton. That's per- Harry that's Dalton. Pierce Brosnan. So Rachel. Guess who breaks their leg on the mountain and Harry has to rescue them? Ruth. Larry. Larry. They're going Harry, Larry, Harry, Larry. Wait, Larry. What's Larry's last name though? <laughs> I don't know. Is that that guy that's named? Is it the robot guy? Is it Dreyfus? No. Who's Dreyfus? I don't know about okay. Dreyfus. All right. <laughs> I'm looking at IMDb and I'm not seeing any Larry. Are sure you saying no Terry? Larry or Dr- Damn it. Terry. It was Terry. It's Terry. Terry. It was Terry. You well, Terry Harry. I see what you're saying. I know they had the same, same yeah. suffix. It's Terry Harry. <laughs> well, I thought it was oh, hilarious. Paul Dreyfus. Paul Dreyfus. Oh, okay. oh, Paul. Okay. The boss. The boss. The boss. They yell Dreyfus a few times, though, which is super confusing. Oh. And then Linda Hamilton is Rachel Wando. Mm hmm. <laughs> Wando? Mayor Wando, Wando. you're right. I don't, W-A-N-D-O. I don't know. Does she keep Wando. her husband's name or does she go back to her maiden name? Well, That's what kid, I'd love to What are the kids' The kids, kids are also Lauren, Lauren and Graham Wando. Wando. Okay. So she kept his name to be the What's mayor. Ruth's name? Like, does she go it's back to her Ruth. maiden name? It'd be Ruth Wando. Well, but Ruth is, is it? just or... Ruth in here. I'm sure she... I don't know. Maybe she's just a widow. Maybe she wasn't. I don't know. Anyway... Maybe Ruth, her son was a bastard. She had a cool house. She lives in a house near, like, just close to the base of the mountain. I Dante's thought she lived peak. on top of the peak. She lived near a lake. <laughs> Did you it's not the top of the mountain. It's up the mountain. All, all I know is whenever Grandma someone says, the like, there's no way out of town, it's like, I don't even, I don't know. You've bu- busted up several different ways. I have no idea what I would like about. a map of this Dante's Peak area because well, they the geography's a little uni- Listen, if this movie made it been a hit, there would have been a Universal Land <laughs> instead of I Jurassic Park Land at Universal one. Studios, and you would have had a whole town at Dante's Peak, but we didn't get it, did we? We actually did. What? It was Wallace. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Just go to Wallace and see how it lays out, I guess. Um... Yeah, so we meet Ruth. She's right off the bat. She sees she sees Pierce Brosnan. Her nose looks like a skeleton. <laughs> what? I mean, Sean. What a note. <laughs> Which who? Sarah O'Connor? No, Ruth. Ruth. <laughs> oh, fuck Ruth. So fuck right off her. the bat, here she introduces Harry. Harry. She's like, "This is a volcanologist. He's an expert in volcanoes." She's like, Psh. "Actually, <laughs> it's like you guys are up here sniffing around Mount St. Helens. Got nothing going on then. Nothing going on now." It's like, "Oh, thanks it. for your expertise, Ruth." <laughs> fuck Ruth. Do we even have to talk about our hate? We have to talk about so Ruth because much. Ruth is a, a. She knows this mountain's never gonna hurt us. And then she's. But then five seconds later, yeah. they're like. Oh yeah, the, the animals are dropping like this all over the all over the area. Must be a squirrel epidemic. <laughs> That's exactly what she said. So how is there not anything going on if all the animals are oh, dying? And then she's like, "Oh, they're just dropping like flies up all, all over the mountain." Oh, there's people burned up in the hot springs. Briefly, yeah. Briefly before that, we see a couple, a young couple, skinny dipping in the hot springs from L.A. Yeah, they deserve to die. They're yeah, from L.A. He has an earring. Mary, or he should. Angie was trying to. Uh, like you were like in a, you're gonna criticize them for being dumb, right? Because like, oh, they need to get out right when those birds are. Well, they're so dumb, they should just get out. But that that lava comes well, into that real fast. It's like they're in there, and the birds fly out. That's fine. You wouldn't get out because of that. But then there's this like giant bubble that bubbles up, and I was like, get out. But then it's like immediately turns. It's acid. lava there. Now I remember as a kid it's seeing lava. red lava in that. But it is. Last night there's, I missed that. No, there's lava. In there. I saw it okay. again. Yeah, there's lava okay. in there. So okay. it's feasible. Yeah, but then then you get the so the kids are about to jump in the hot spring, and that's when you get really the two like Graham almost died. Yeah, he did. Well, no, was it the acid done at this point? There's no more lava in that water, is there? Harry Dalton saved his life. It's the acid. It was lava, though. No, it was lava. It was the heat that killed him. 
I'm so confused. This movie anyway, acid was in the lake. No, okay. he was <laughs> testing it because then right after, then he's like, "Oh, the acid levels are so high." He's checking the pH. So anyway, you get the and it was four point seven in it. Oh my god! Is is it acidic if it's below seven? That was on basic? IMDb the trivia page. If you want to find out later, I'll have to look. I can't remember. <laughs> um, no, but this is the first of two really out of place, like disturbing images in this movie, which is the two dead bodies <laughs> floating on the top of it. And then later it's, of course, Pierce Brosnan's broken bone out of his elbow. But um, Well, even the beginning was the death of his girl oh, that's pretty was graphic. pretty brutal. Yeah, it, it's all blood. Was, but it's not like she was missing half her head or anything. But it's insinuated that it went straight through her Yeah, brain. but then she flips over and her full head is there. I mean, it's no Midsommar. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was expecting after watching Midsommar. And then oh, yeah, watching that, I was that. like, oh God, we're going to see half a skull. No character had a mallet. So that's something. <laughs> Again, I don't know what you're talking about. It was a mallet. <laughs> but you wish you did. Um, so, yeah. Then, so, you know, Pierce Brosnan's understandably, like, freaked out. So he goes to the city council, and he. And this is when you get this great, like, Parks and Rec moment of just these idiots that don't know what to do with their town. They're all bickering over, no. like... Uh, oh, yeah, the city council. Uh, but mm-hmm. we were talking about, like, if Leslie Nope was here, not only would there already be, like, two binders of volcano plans, mm-hmm. like, they wouldn't need a plan. They would have the plan, because Leslie mm-hmm. Nope was running it. She'd have two plans, she'd have a contingency plan. But, like, don't worry, we don't need to t- 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 mm-hmm. learn. I'll just tell you, I got this whole PA system going. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Did you, you put watch Leslie Parks Nope and Rec? Of course. Of course. Yeah, but this Leslie was Nope's 1997. Parks and Rec was 2000, like... Twelve? Yeah. I'm just So like every city needs a Leslie Nope is what you're saying. Because it's always just this constant she dysfunction. Didn't, she didn't exist yet. I know. I like how they had to find their emergency evacuation plan. Just pull it out and look at it. Happens to be in the top shelf of this file cabinet right here. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> that was convenient. <laughs> so then Paul comes in and Paul like Ladies just... and gentlemen. <laughs> He's got the whole do you have the whole speech down? No. <laughs> They even got a robot that'll take the darn thing's temperature. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, he comes in there, and he's all very mellow. He's like, don't worry, we're not going to panic. I know how this goes. Listen, don't bankrupt 1980, the Mount Baker, I would have bet you anything it was going to erupt. <laughs> and, yeah. It know. didn't. So then, you know, this is where we begin to get this conflict between Harry and Paul. Paul, uh... Ooh, it's heated. It's very well, Because heated. there's that there's that developer in town who's Who looking wants, to right. provide jobs and, Blair. and whatever. And yeah, so they I don't think. want to scare him off. $18 million. I mean, that's nothing that's to sneeze at. That's big in a small community. Yeah. They're not getting that money So now. that's really where they're creating <laughs> this conflict of like, oh, we can't evacuate. Well, I wonder if this was a little meta because they brought so much money into Wallace at the time. Maybe. I wonder what their city council meetings were about. They're probably a little bit like worried about what was going to happen to they're their like, town. They're like, you want to blow up our freeway? Fuck yeah, do it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like, It looked just like the freeway. It did. They yeah. So they're setting up this whole <laughs> attitude, though, of, like, Paul being... Because he's, he's pretty harsh with uh, Pierce Brosnan. Despite him, you know, being... He gets like, a little bit of a dressing down. Yeah, he, he does. He really... He's like, you need to take a vacation. Get out of here. I'll see you in two weeks. He's just kind of mean to him. And then, like, he kind of is a little bit nice to him later at a bar. But then he's back to being mean to him, like, pretty quickly after that. Being like, you don't know shit. And just... Well, it's almost set up to basically be like, you don't... You see, you don't kind of like this guy, so it's okay if we kill him later. Mm-hmm. And I would like to point attitude. this out. Paul is shown as only caring about the political side. Mm-hmm. But you may recall he's introduced as a doctor, so he is also a volcanologist. And he, sure. He does know what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. We get a crack squad of team. It's not just Paul. Mm-hmm. You got uh, Oscar winner Grant Heslaw, who likes <laughs> coffee. If you love the guy so much, are you going to like uh, ask him to marry you or something? Who else you got? We got uh, the Terry, your guy. 
who's like, where's the... I Terry just reminds me of that Goonies character with that shirt. <laughs> you know what I'm talking chunk? about? Yeah, Chunk. He just like reminds me of Chunk. What? It's like a grown-up Chunk running around. He's got the robot. He kicks a bunch. I can see that. You got a stereotypical Asian guy. Yeah. Who, that actor got... We looked at... He's like, that guy's so familiar, right? We looked him up. That actor has literally been in... We should look up his name. I forgot it already. He's been literally... If, if you've, Have you watched a television show in the last 20 years? No. He's been on it. <laughs> there's been an Asian he's been, guy. He's been, and he's also... Uh, the main uh, con- uh, the main uh, guy who has the daughter kidnapped in Rush Hour and then appears in subsequent Rush Hour sequels. Oh. It's the same guy, but he's also in a thousand TV shows. He only has one hundred and twenty three credits. Whatever, he's in all of those all of those shows. <laughs> he's gonna be in Mulan. And then you got late the lady who I think is not. I know it's not her, but she looks like the lady who gives blowjob guy the blowjob in the room. <laughs> I could see that. Yeah. That lady to me is just like 90s lady. (laughs) Like she was in every action movie. She says almost nothing the entire time. Yeah. She just kind of has like occasional quips. Yeah. Like like, she's not a character. None of of these are really characters. They all just have a trait. Coffee guy, guy who kicks robot, lady who makes quips, Asian guy. (laughs) Like that's it. The Asian guy has nothing. He has no characteristic at all. Really. This lady, Arabella Field. I don't know. Like no, I thought there was another name there. She was. That does know. not look like her. No, I think that's the wrong actress. I looked her oh. up. It was not because I wanted to make sure it wasn't Blowjob Lady from uh, the Room. Who? <laughs> Lee Garling. Blowjob Lady from the Room. No, I think it's Jamie Renee Smith. That's the daughter. Oh, is it? Lauren Wando. Oh yeah, that's true. God. No, uh, I don't so know. Annoying. This lady. Was she a doctor? No, that's the yeah, Doctor Jane. Jane yeah, Fox. Jane Fox. <laughs> God, what a terrible name. <laughs> Here she is. Today. It doesn't have a picture. Oh yeah, she does. Hmm? Yeah, that doesn't look like her either. No, that's the lady. That's the other lady. I don't know. We'll stop looking. Every time we do this, we end up just looking at IMDb, and this is the podcast. This is ridiculous. You're such a jerk. (laughs) You fucking do it then. Oh, this is why I listen to the podcast, because these fights are real. (laughs) God, you're so mean to me. This is an IMDb, and this is the podcast. Well, it doesn't matter what We can't. We don't know who she's in. She's not in anything. Anyway. Well, that was kind of... What she's not in. That was kind of my point. She's not in the room. We looked that up previously. Huh? That was kind of my point. It's like, she's nobody. (laughs) Like, well, these characters are just here. Sure to, this lady? I think it, I think that is her. Actually, yeah, you're so. Rude. Well, I didn't say that. Time has changed her. I'm Arabella sure. Field. Yeah, that's probably her. That's more likely her than the second one. <laughs> yeah, the other lady was the other city council woman. I think you guys are so mean to me. No, that's not true. Um, what were we talking Whoops. about? I touched the table. Anyway, they go Swick. up to the mountain. They take some. So now, I, I they filmed of some of this in Mount St. Helens, like some of the mountain shots. I don't know where they shot the actual like inside the that lady. That's yeah, her. that's her. That's her. I'll all right. Throw a picture on there. Arabella Field. Mm-hmm. Arabella Field. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's like, yeah. That's right. When she says, yeah, just like Pompeii. Yeah. <laughs> That was for the trailer. She's like, I'm in clerks. Are we going to shout out to her on the Twitter? Yeah, she needs You should. We'll stop make, we'll stop, we'll stop making fun of her. You guys can get Polly Shore. You can... We got Polly yeah. Shore to respond to us on, uh, Facebook, on Twitter. <laughs> I'm a big fan of In the Army now. I'll let him know. Yeah. Just to give him another shout out. Uh, yeah. yeah. We mentioned it's you like, in Dante's Hey, we loved you in our Dante's Peak episode, Polly. <laughs> You'd be like, cool. Like, I'm not in that. <laughs> He probably doesn't know. <laughs> Although when you did your coffee, 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 it made me think. Coffee, coffee, oh. coffee. It, that's a, yeah, that's a good... Suck uh, on this uh, one time. Yeah, yeah, he was definitely going for a Polly Shore thing. Mm-hmm. Well, that's before he met his friend George Clooney, and they got into the producing game. Jesus. You just got a big heart off for that, don't you? Thanks. Producing partner, George Clooney. <laughs> Grant Heslon. So Wrote where were we? Good night and good luck. So what they go up to about? take the dang thing's temperature. <laughs> 
Oh, like a pool guy. So then what I don't get. (laughs) So all of a sudden, like, the whole premise of this movie rests on, like, there's a lot of shit happening on the mountain. And then when everybody shows up, nothing is happening on the mountain for, like, three days. There's nothing going on. Yeah, nothing's going on. They're all like, nothing's going to happen here. There's a dozen reasons why. That was the thing that freaked me out. They're like, you know very well that there's a dozen reasons why that hot spring could have burned out. And that was the reason why I was like, well, that's why I never go in a hot spring. There's a dozen <laughs> reasons why I could burn you up and kill you? No way. I'm not going in that thing. And those were the early seasons. I thought Tyler's that was maybe one reason lava coming up. <laughs> but now there's 11 other ways that it could kill you? I don't want to know those other ways. Drowning is two. There's two of them. I know for sure two. You could drown in there. Geyser? You could pass out from the heat, I guess, and drown. That's still drowning. That's the same one, in my opinion. Geyser? You think it could geyser up? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Then you're drowning, though. That's all drowning. No, because a geyser would be like acid and heat, too. You're obsessed with acid. (laughs) You do talk about acid a lot. Um, (laughs) You guys were so mean to me. So then we have this, uh, it's all just kind of padding, right? Because they, they know they only have about, like, 45 minutes of, like, blow-up material. Mm-hmm. So you have to spend a good hour. They cost like, and we, well, oh, yeah. So we get to do two things. We get to really go back and forth on is it going to blow or not and yep. taking all the readings. And we get to know the family pretty well. We do. And uh, Harry's getting to know Linda Hamilton. Okay. I will say this. Well, I don't eight. think. He didn't like the love story? I don't. I think Pierce Brosnan and Linda Hamilton are fine in this. They're movie. actually. Fine. They don't. There's. They're not doing anything in this that's bad yeah. or wrong. They're they playing are their fine. parts well. Pierce Brosnan's not doing an accent. He's just playing like whatever. He, he's you know. not trying to sing nope. in Mamma Mia. He's <laughs> right. doing great. No, I think it, they they play it fine. Like there's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that. I think the two kid actors are actually not annoying. No, they're like, not in bad. In terms of like their acting, I'm saying it, there's always always a crapshoot with that stuff. They're not. Kid annoying. The very first scene with the daughter. Yeah, making a face. The very first scene with the daughter trying to find the right shirt and everything. Like, Mm. it was kind of forced. Yeah. But after that, I didn't even notice. They make dumb decisions. Oh, yeah, she's like... The mom's and all like, where's my good name? jacket? Where's my good jacket? You don't have a good jacket, mom. Exactly. Oh, shut the fuck up, you annoying little fucking her bangs actor bo- kid. Her bangs bothered me, Just but that's about bangs, it. Man. Oh, and then when they were trying to call <laughs> grandma to get her off, to come off the mountain, yeah. she d- just copied her mom. She's like, come on, pick up, pick up. Just like her mom and dad. And then they didn't even let the phone ring to voicemail. No. Maybe they didn't have voicemail. The, the kids make dumb decisions, but don't. I mean, they're not. They're not they successfully actors. drove all the way up the mountain. We'll get to that. And the kid's like 12? Yeah. I, I am jumping ahead. Uh, well, no, because there's a lot of. Yeah. So anyway, it takes. I think we looked it up. 53 so, minutes for the actual. Terry breaks his leg. Yeah. Everyone. Paul gives Harry one more day turns into a week nothing happens they're going home the next day yep they're at the bar they're playing pool harry and rachel right <laughs> something's gonna happen they go check out the water right and then the daughter well, the daughter wakes oh. up and needs a glass of water right before they kiss because they're trying to get it on trying to get it on finally Let's got two people on. who have not been mayor rachel wando fills a glass with yellow brown Sulfur water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that is when it turns. Yes. It's a big moment. Then he goes and tells Paul. Paul is suddenly like, oh shit, this is real now. Well, they check out the whole water supply. So, the yeah, that's right. Water. He drives, they drive they to do. the water supply. A lot of driving around this town. But so then we call him, like, we got to put the town on alert. But they put the town so on alert. I, I don't want to say they really handled the logistics of everything they had to do. Because you see them drive from point A to point B for every task. <laughs> they got to do. They're like, we got to stretch this shit so, out. So putting this town on alert, 
is a slow process. <laughs> they're like, hey, so it's it's like midnight, right? When she's they're Holy exploring Christ. the water poison. They're yeah, like, we're gonna have a there's meeting. a bit of a time jump, and then they're like, okay, we'll have a town hall meeting tomorrow at, at 6, 6 p.m. Right? <laughs> like, even though none of you fuckers have drinking water, yeah, there's no water. <laughs> this is an emergency now. You have to evacuate. That now. There's no water. An excellent point. Yeah, and then they no say there's no drinking water. The National Guard's a day out. Like you have to leave Which now. There's actually, no water in the town. That means they're two days out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they knew at least twelve hours. Yeah. So before. why are they having a meeting at six? Like it's time to like say we're all leaving. We don't need a meeting. It's time to go. the The mountain's gonna blow at up at eight a.m. They should have been rolling those alarms. There's not that many people to tell. So it's population under twenty thousand. So yeah. they're having the meeting. They make such a point of making sure that nobody that you don't like dies. So the old man falls down as everyone's escaping from the we gym. We like him. Mm-hmm. Pierce Brosnan goes and scoops him up. Scoops him up. <laughs> yeah, picks him up. He's, he's a good guy. He he's a stand-up guy. He also guy. magically gets from the front of the gymnasium to the middle They're of the They're very good at Yeah, pretty places. quick, huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But it's so you notice at the meeting, by the way, they're like, "Don't need to call them. No need to panic." You know, they're at the table there. Clean water. Where's the, whole, the water coming from? The whole pitcher. They got a whole pitcher of clean of water. Ice, clean ice water. What the hell? <laughs> they got that a bunch of bottled. Well, she works at a deli. They probably got some bottled water there. Did they probably. fill the pitcher up. Yeah, with ice water. Yeah, with ice. Where's the ice coming from? I'm just frustrating. Yeah. All of it's mm-hmm, frustrating. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So then we had earthquakes. And I this didn't is even where... catch that one. That's good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it, it's all just to get people in us it's all logistics of getting these this big sequence of people trying to escape the city which is admittedly like this is all good stuff right yep. this is good movie making on a big scale it's dumb the hell we got there mm-hmm. but we have a cool earthquake and we get a basically a whole town that like crumbles apart i and was it's fun i was so pulled in by all the drama of what was happening with these people i forgot it was a disaster movie shut up and, then, <laughs> and all of a sudden up. the whole started. town you're like oh this this town is finally going to get like some economic help they're already the second best next year they're going to be the best because they get 18 million dollars coming oh, in yeah 800 jobs or 600 jobs coming in problem is it's going to attract so many people they're going to go over that twenty thousand population those oh. yeah that's true those guys were leaving by the way before the the, the meeting was over it's like we gotta, we're getting out of here yep they were done right before that mm-hmm. so i thought maybe they were gonna be on the helicopter later now they bailed off before that but yeah this is good there's this is all not cgi it's all like models and real things they built in the town to crush i think one of the op- one of the early scenes of the balloons mm-hmm. going up was cgi it looked really odd. The balloons, which part? Right before the the meeting with the town where they got the award for second best place to live. There's balloons that. that go up over the mountains, and they look really fake. Well, that's probably fake. If they that. went over the mountains, they probably were fake. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's not good. I mean, obviously, there's some effect work with the actual volcano erupting. But a lot of this, including the ash stuff, they threw yep. real shit in the air. Yep. And it's all it was all biodegradable, like newspaper print and stuff like that. I mean, it's they did a... The money's on. The money's right there on the screen. You got to mm-hmm. give them credit for that. I think absolutely. This is an exciting little moment where you get to have the town escape. The problem is, is like, well, I what I love about this is that like they were like, okay, it's going to erupt. What is literally every scene that we can do with a vo- erupting volcano? Yeah, we'll put it in there. <laughs> what could happen with a volcano? And so this is where uh, we get, and I, I like all of this. Like the idea of Pierce Brosnan having to drive through a river. With his like snorkel exhaust pipe, yep. which is, is which is fine, they can yeah. do that. He bought he, he, had he gets, a tragedy in his previous truck. He's preparing his new truck for all sorts of contingencies. I he get gets it. stuck in the river rock. I right. buy that. But then, 
An Oldsmobile apparently <laughs> yeah. can float. This is like you and me, by and the way. Still you propel and forward. <laughs> yeah. And me and my And get them oh, unstuck. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what I love about it is that he... So they're trying to get across to get to the kids, right? Because they left the kids yep. at home to pack while and they the, go to the meeting. And the bridge is blocked. It's the only way. So he goes through the water because he's got the snorkel thing. And it's, again, all practical. But then these other cars start driving in, including that thing. This is Pierce Brosnan's comments. Like, look at these crazies. They'll never make it. I was like, you are encouraging them. You're the one who drove in here. <laughs> and he also didn't make it. <laughs> and you all, yeah. and he didn't make it either. He's like, they're crazy. They'll never make it. He's like, you didn't either, guy. Yeah, that you're guy crossing a fucking just river. ruined his car, right? <laughs> and I appreciate that you do. You get very little death. You don't, even when the town is falling apart, you're not getting people getting crushed, yeah. which I think is nice. It's not. They weren't trying to kill a bunch of people. Innocence mostly gets spared in this movie. Yeah, which I feel like PG thirteen movies don't always do. But everything is on like everything's on fire. The gas station blows up. I mean, they just there everything. are some explosions that just happened. <laughs> they just happened. They just yeah. My the favorite one. There's another. <laughs> oh, we'll get to it. But the when the helicopter goes down. They see it. It blows up right in front of Pierce right. Brosnan, of course. And he calls him. and was like, send the fire services. And, and they're like, like, oh, yeah, okay, what fire well, services? No, they're like, okay, we'll do that. <laughs> Just the fire services? We can't see the road. We can't even get to where you are. But, yeah, there's, we'll send the fire there's services. There's going to be lava coming at all of them. I wish at the end of that, like, yeah, Harry, we'll do that. And they just be like, <laughs> like, after, like, no, we're not doing that. Like, who are we going to send? <laughs> so they go up to the get the kids, and they have taken off because they call Grandma. Grandma's being a fucking bitch about the whole thing as <laughs> usual fuck this lady Ruth and so the kids make the decision they leave a note like we're going to get grandma at least they left a note could you imagine if they were just gone but like it was the little girl that left the note how old is she supposed to be oh, 12 the if girl was... the little girl 8 10, I don't know eight? So we have an eight-year-old. Seven. She wrote that note. No. It would take her like twenty. The, the the volcano would have blown up by the time she by the time she could she finish really the note. I bet she was like ten, and her brother was like fourteen. Yeah. There's there's problems Maybe. here that so you you are very upset about Ruth. Understandably, I just want her, her to character die. is really frustrating. Oh. As soon as like I met her, I was like, no, I know this lady can you fucking die. But this is a problem with the movie. <laughs> the problem with this movie is that you have your whole conflict to go get this grandmother doesn't want to be saved. In which then you also just end up killing her anyway is incredibly frustrating. But she, it's easy to solve. This is my. She point. redeems herself by saving them when she didn't have. Well, we'll to. talk about that in a minute too because I don't think she does. Uh, <laughs> it's just an easy fix. I don't like someone if someone had just read the script beforehand and be like, we don't like like this is bad. Like people are going to be really mad at this character. They're going to be mad about this whole situation. They're not going to like this. Even the mayor was mad at her. You send the kids up there. So mad at you. It's an easy fix. You'd be like, okay. Kids, oh, it's an all clear. Everybody said the the volcano's not going off. The kids need a break. They're going to go spend some time with Ruth, and then the shit goes down. They're already up there. They have to go get them already. Mm-hmm. They're stuck. You solve this whole thing of a stubborn grandma being a shitty person, yeah. and you eliminate that annoying conflict and just have a regular conflict of going to get the kids. Problem solved. Then if you kill grandma, then you're not as mad about her getting killed because, like, like God damn it, we came all the way up here for you and you just jump on a fucking river, like a lake. I feel like whoever wrote this really fucking hated their mother-in-law. <laughs> it's just like, my mother-in-law is the fucking she's most She's such a annoying. kind. I tried to save her and then she just confused. She just always causing me fucking problems. But it's an easy... That's such an easy fix. Like, you just eliminate that whole frustration with that. I mean, yeah, you're going to have dumb, like, there's still dumb things that happen that we can talk about, but that would be an easy fix and you wouldn't have to worry about it and you wouldn't be so angry with her. Mm-hmm. Okay, they get up to the house. The dog, Of course, it's the 90s. The dog runs off. We like the dog, oh, but then you're just like, Ruffy, good name for a dog. Is it? Yep. Yep. 
That's a horrible looking dog. dog. Uh, I got distracted at this point in the movie because I was really focused on like, I really want a movie where we follow the dog and then you can hear the dog's thoughts in his brain while he's running through. It's a including, different take. And it culminates with him when, spoiler, well, we're talking about the whole movie, obviously. Uh, they 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 see Ruffy later after he he's disappeared and he has to make a jump between like lava. What I would have and... liked is they have that one chance. They drive by and the dog just stands there because <laughs> that's yeah, what like would have happened. A dog would do. Like yeah. a mutt would do. Well, yeah. when I we were watching this thing, I just got so excited about the prospect of this movie, like a homeboard bad style movie where this dog is avoiding a volcano. <laughs> And then, like, he jumps in the truck. He's like, fuck, guys, did you see that? I just jumped over that lava. <laughs> did you see that? It was everywhere. What's going on? <laughs> Where are we going to go? My house is burned up. Isn't that more fun of a movie? I think it's a different that, movie. I think that you doing that just made me be able to envision you as a dog. I like, love it. I know what Tyler is Whoa. as a dog. <laughs> fuck, did you see that? <laughs> What's all this shit in the air? It's not winter. Hey, hey, where's fucking Ruth? I fucking hate her. God. Oh, she's dead already? Ruth is dead. Oh, God. You know, like, Ruth didn't want to go, and I was like, I don't know, Ruth. I think we should leave. And then she's like, we're staying. I'm like, fuck, I left. I'm out. I was like, I'm out of here. I don't know I don't know where I'm going, but I'm leaving. Bitch, I'm out. And then, and then he sees the truck. He's like, oh, thank Christ. I've, like, listen, I was trying to, like, get away from her. And she's like, we're staying. I love that movie more. Anyway. Oh, my God. So that, that's, that's Dante's Peak 2. <laughs> that's Dante's Peak 2. Um, Homeward Bound. So they have to get on a boat. There you go. They got to get on a boat to cross a lake. Again, I don't know the logistics of this. Well, that's because everything else was destroyed burned. by lava. Oh, super oh, truck gets burned away. Yeah. Because they're a... in the house and she that was... immediately says, what did she say, This, this mountain's oh, never going to hurt yeah. us. And then three seconds later, lava through the house. And <laughs> as they're trying to leave, she's looking at pictures of when they built the house. <laughs> this mountain's never going to hurt me. Believe me. And then... Lava! The and then, yeah, it just burst through the wall. That, Everything's on fire. Look at that microphone. It's like crazy. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, she's still convinced after it's blown up. She's like, it's never going to hurt us. Like, bitch, we are, yeah. we are raining down ash on us. Now, and now, to be fair, in her defense, like, the first part of this is kind of what Mount St. Helens did, right? Mount St. Helens didn't have, like, a periclastic cloud and lava coming out. I, that never happened, right? I, um... We weren't alive, sure. so who knows? There were people that I know died that near they the had, mountain. I know like, that they that had happened. the massive flow where full trees look like sticks in a stream. Right, and there were some people that lived and, at the base that did die because yeah. they didn't leave, I think. And that's kind of what Ruth was based right. on, was that actual... Um, okay, thing. so that maybe that's that's fine, but <laughs> so they have to get in a boat. <laughs> yeah. The boat is uh, metal. Yeah. Uh, the lake is full of acid. <laughs> the fish are dead, all the, floating. All the fish are dead, and, and then they're like, this lake is acid. Acid eats metal. <laughs> Oh, shit. And it's sizzling, and you're just like, I don't know how the, I don't even know how the engine's working at this point. It's moving. Harry Dalton stays calm, luckily, and he, he gets everyone to balance the boat. Yeah, and they're moving, but then they stop. This this guy is incredibly. He was he Linda Hamilton should hang on to him because this guy, yeah. even when they're like, we're gonna like all these kids are like we're gonna die, we're gonna die right, and it's like he's like, no, we're not, honey, we're gonna be fine. Like he's so mellow. He's been through the shit, and he's just like he's... totally cool. And this was interesting watching it again because watching it as a kid, yeah. he says we're gonna be fine, and as a kid, I'm like, oh, they're gonna be fine. But <laughs> yeah. watching it now, I was like. They were they're, probably going to die. Yeah, they're he's gonna he's die just die telling them it's going to be okay. It's going to be a horrible death. They're going to burn alive. <laughs> yeah. But that's okay. They sing row, row, row your boat, and it's all good. Again, fine. Like, I, you were annoyed by, like, they're going to sing row, row your boat. And I'm like, it's fine. They're trying to console the but kids. But think about that now. Like, you know you're going to die. You don't want to panic in front of the kids. 
Okay. I will be. You're like, fuck kids, take your the shoes off finally, and start rowing. The boat is about to, it's about to melt. <laughs> take your shoes off. Use the, the shoes, it's a fucking little oar. The prop is, is shit, it's died, right? Yeah. So Harry's using his hand, his shirt to like, you know. Cover his burning hand. his hand mm-hmm. a little bit, I'm sure. Yeah, um, I thought that too. He's probably got some. He's got some the there. Fuck yeah. out of his hands. So this is your. You think is Ruth's great redeeming moment? Hold on. You think the boat slows down though? Because I feel like it he's, stops. He's paddling that fucker. Well, and it and starts cruising. moving. Yeah, that okay. was amazing. There is no evidence. <laughs> to they, me, one arm. <laughs> okay, so he pulls the motor up. He sees the prop is gone. They're right. dead, and they actually start pulling away from the dock. Then he wraps his hands, starts paddling, and they are moving again, and moving they're well. on their way. Then Ruth. <laughs> Fucking blue. From the front of the boat, no less. So she stops them. She's she, holding the she little girl. She's like, "Here you go." Yeah. And then, so by jumping out, though, you're right. She's there is she stopped no their momentum. The so I can see what her intention is. She's going to get out and pull the boat to the dock. The problem is there is no visual evidence of her pulling fucking anything. She puts her hands on the boat, yeah. but they, it seems to me that they are already at like that the, dock. Their momentum <laughs> already. Yeah, going. they were there, and then. So it's not a her, redemptive moment. It's just a stupid moment. Her acting was good, too, because <sighs> she jumped in to save them. She's she like, did Whoa! her thing. But then they get to the beach, and she's just like, oh, shit, I'm burning up. And she's like, wah! <laughs> 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 she just realized what she'd so done. She, done. she did not save them. Let's be very clear. She did a very so. dumb thing. And then the whole reason they went up there in the fucking first place is she's now dead. Yeah. To get they her. have a moment where she like apologizes, like I was so dumb, and Linda Hamilton's just being like, she's like, yeah, I'm sorry, she's you're like, okay. I should have. But in the back of her mind, she's like, God damn it, you nearly killed my kids, you stupid bitch. And this dog that we really like, we don't even know where he is. <laughs> and the dog's like, I'll find you, Sarah Connor. <laughs> this, and it's gonna be great. This is your movie <laughs> again. That's going on. <laughs> so she fucking dies, and we're just like, that, glad we went up this goddamn mountain. They only had a mile to go. <sighs> They go, and so this is where I, I thought was, I was mistaken. I had a whole, I, I, I the lava, the driving on the lava <laughs> that happens next. Mm-hmm. Uh, in my memory of it, I was like, well, he built a super truck because of what happened to his wife. But his super truck got burned up already. So this, this is, is just, just a, a regular forest old forest service truck, truck, truck that they come across. He hot wires it. They're driving. And I want to point out that those, both the Suburban and the Forest Service truck, the four-wheel drive on those, you actually had to get out and turn the hubs. Mm-hmm. So he must have done that ahead of time. I don't know what you're saying. I mean, that definitely <laughs> checks out. I think he did that before he jumped in. He probably did. Or they did. were already set to four-wheel that, drive. That's likely for the Forest Service truck. Then you just, truck. like, push a button. Not, not then. <laughs> no. You could think you were in four-wheel drive, but you wouldn't actually be. Okay. You actually had to go to the wheel and turn it by hand. To engage the four-wheel drive. Well, there's so drive. much driving in this movie. I'm really surprised that's just not a shot in the movie. You're, you make a good point. They really should have shown that. <laughs> they had been in the there. time. They had the time. So, I don't... There's there's lava flow that's... It's, okay, to be fair, I'll give it the benefit of the doubt. It hasn't been, like, boiled over and it's, it's not yeah, liquid it, moving. Yeah, it was already had a crust over it. Right. So, I, theoretically, if it's already cooled enough, maybe you could drive over it. Yep. The problem is that it starts on fire and the whole car is entirely on fire and the wheels themselves are bright red and on fire while they're spinning and driving. Yes. Again, that's not even the part that bothers me. <laughs> because, yeah, it would start on fire. I like the point right? when she yells, Harry, we're on fire! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that part doesn't bother me. It's the fact that, like, after they get out of it, the, the tires are just fine. <laughs> well, they're not. They're still flapping around. They're flapping they're, around, but they're driving on the, They're driving on the rims. They yeah. are driving on the rims? Yeah. Entirely? Yeah. All right. Now that he got a lot of speed going into, well, jumping ahead, but, but then he going was into the mine shaft. Town. Yeah, that's true. They drove quite a ways. You know on what? The rims. 
Because they rescue that dog and of his adventure, I'm going to allow it. It's fine. I think it's fine. I'm going to go ahead and let it pass. I'm not going to be bothered by it. They only, they, show, they only show them driving on the rims for like two seconds. Did you know but that, they would have had to drove, drove a lot further. You know that uh, Oscar winner Grant Hasloff has been in two movies where there's volcanic activity and he never gets to be in any of the scenes involving it? Um, You're right, though. And we skipped a part. Yeah. The escape with the National bridge. Guard and the bridge. Yeah. Okay, Actually first of all... before the tires. Oh, it does? Yeah. I can't believe that. Um, the National Guard comes in. The sheriff is still in town. And oh, he fucking oh, orders his that. National Guard yes. around. Like, he is, like, in charge. Bullshit. You don't I order like... the National Guard around Sheriff Johnson? Are you kidding me? You're gonna check every building, top to bottom. Like, oh, you don't... The National Guard would be like, yeah, we fucking do this all the time. We do <laughs> we search and rescue, and this is what we do. This is our job. You don't yep. have to tell us, Sheriff. You handled You guys didn't even want to have a fucking emergency plan. You ignored I, Leslie Nope this entire time. I had the exact same problem. God, you're ordering the National Guard around. Okay, Sheriff. I'm going to punch that guy out. Get the fuck this fucking guy out of here. And then cut to the crossing the bridge scene. And Holy the boss shit. guy gets stuck in his okay, van. So why is he in this fucking exactly. van? Exactly. Why? Part. What was in the van that because, was so oh, important? We gotta talk about this. Okay, yeah. You already talked about the helicopter. No, because, again, it's just an example of a dick that got killed. Early in the movie, like, they make a keep calling him. <laughs> he, oh. he wanted overtime for flying at lunch. Yep. He wanted to renegotiate his rates mm -hmm. when Terry broke his leg. Yep. Mm hmm. And, and then, then he wanted to pet charge $15,000 to fly people out. And not just $15,000. $15,000 cold cash. Cold what is cold cash? cash. I've never heard cold, that before. Where are they going to get cold cash? And that guy I've heard walking of, around with 15 grand in his pocket. I've, heard of, yeah. well, I've heard of cold hard cash. Not cold cash. But though. never called cold cash. I've heard of hot cash. <laughs> it's but not cold cash. Not cold cash. Cold hard cash. <laughs> Anyway, that guy, he's an idiot. He, like, that's when Paul is like, that's that moment. You were he's confused like, at. No! There's that weird, his hands awkward up. scene of him yelling no at the screen, right? <sighs> anyway, he, that, that's what he blew up anyway. Yeah. No one that we dis... People that we're supposed to dislike. So Paul is included in this because yeah. he's a dick to Harry he, the whole Harry movie. Harry knew this was going to happen. He didn't listen. Right. So he apologizes to him before he leaves. He yep. heard, cold cash is just another term for hard cash. Oh, well, it's right cold there. hard cash then? I don't know. Did you look up cold hard, hard cash? Hard cash is negotiable coins and paper money as opposed to other forms of payment. Can you turn the microphone on that real quick so it can hear me? What? Can you turn the microphone hard on? Cash. No, no. I want to talk to Google. Can you? Why? Can you just so I can I thought you wanted me to, to help Google say hard cash. <laughs> no, I, I can do that again for you. Hard cash. <laughs> hard cash. I like that. In case you don't know how to pronounce it. I just wanted, I wanted to verbally thank Google for that help. Go ahead. Thank you, Google. Oh, voice search has been turned off. <laughs> anyway, so the boss. Why is he in the van? Is this is how you about? know this is real. <laughs> it happens in real time. Yeah, we're you just know, doing this in real time. It's just the nitty gritty uh, reality. The boss, they're taking that van. I don't know why they need this fucking van. Like they're re He's really concerned. All the other team members, including Java Java, Coffee Coffee Coffee. I assume their equipment was in it. But, but they left all their equipment, including the elf device you're that right. serves later and on Harry, computers. That's right, because Harry came back and he looked at the... Yeah, computer goes, that said wait. prediction prediction <laughs> and he goes wait <laughs> i like that wait yeah um because it's i think that's what you'd say um so they leave all the stuff but he really wants to get this van out right everybody else is in the national guard things he heroically nut they're on the bridge the bridge is about to go because the dam is clocked another great practical effect in this movie awesome mm -hmm. um the helicopter crashed by the way practical like it's like a yeah. model it's awesome Anyway, uh, so the, the... Also, the dam breaking was a yeah. model. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it awesome. Good. Yeah, it looks great. Um, so the dam is broken. 
the the bridge is going about to go out. He uses the van to nudge over that last. Yeah, he uh, saves the the second Humvee. So yeah, he has a redemptive moment. He has already apologized there's a, there's to Harry. There's a lot of capable vehicles getting yeah. stuck and being pushed out by so less capable vehicles. So we're supposed to feel a little bit bad for him dying. And but here's this thing: the Wilhelm, the Wilhelm scream. Yes, but it's half of it. Mm-hmm. That was weird. <laughs> What are you talking about? The Wilhelm scream is a famous scream that is used in movies and a lot across. Started in Star Wars, didn't yeah, it? It's all sorts. It's a, sa- a very same scream. Look, look it up and play it. Yeah, <laughs> please. Yeah. But I was gonna. I, what I was gonna say about this is that it's it's a horrible scene. Like it, it is like the equivalent to me. Of, well, yeah, it's he's excruciating. all he's all stoic. As as he's facing his no, fate, and then ah! they delay it. He it seems like he's gonna. They spend all this time with him trying to get out of the van. Yeah, he gets out of the van. He's about to get off. Jump, 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 and then he ends up getting tipped over. Right. Mm-hmm. It is as excruciating to watch as that fucking poor woman getting scooped up by that pteranodon in Jurassic World, and having her flap around <laughs> and like barely escape, barely escape, and then only to be eaten by a goddamn fish monster at the end of it. It is that excruciating to watch this poor man die. I know mm. we're supposed to kind of not like him, but it's just too much for me. It's yeah. horrible. It is not a not an effective scene because you're just like, oh god, why? Do, like this movie is not this dark. Holy shit! This poor guy is like gotten a horrible death. Yeah, he's just doing his job. <laughs> he's got a horrible death. He helped him and he gets a horrible death. It's as bad as when poor Toby Ziegler gets ripped up by two fucking T-Rexes after saving Jeff Goldblum and Vince Vaughn and their dumbasses for fi- going after that little baby T-Rex. There's a lot of Jurassic parallels. <laughs> yeah, it's all. I all my references are Jurassic Park related. <laughs> So the original Wilhelm scream um, came from a movie in 1951. Oh. Um, the film Distant Drums. And here's a 30-second clip. Like an alligator. Came oh, it's like that movie guy. Crawl. We got to see that movie Crawl. Alligators. So that scream is used all the time for falling. Yeah, they use it a lot. Anyway, it's used in this movie. It is. But this poor man. But gets... it's cut. It's cut short. Yeah, because <laughs> he gets drowned. Oh my god! What a like, horrible death. Like you could hear that was ah, but like this, this man... is just ah. And then, you know what makes it worse is this actor didn't live to see 1998. What? He died later in the year. Really? <laughs> the actor did, yeah. I did not <laughs> so know that. So his last fucking film credit is him getting swept up in a horrible fight. It's maybe like that cell phone lady in Jurassic World getting scooped up and killed. <laughs> and then she died a month after production. Is because, that true? Like, no, she's oh, still alive, I okay. think. But, but like that lady, like that, all of her bad, be- like we're supposed to be like upset about that in that movie. Or we're supposed to be like, okay, that she died because she was on her fucking cell phone a bunch. I don't know. There was not enough of her being unlikable <laughs> yeah. to justify that drawn out murder. Holy shit it's a fucking dinosaur movie remember jurassic world 2 we have we've talked about jurassic mansion you mean jurassic mansion you mean? <laughs> yeah it's called jurassic mansion okay it's a movie all right we've gone so, off the rails yep the <laughs> bridge the boss dies so we get into town and they're gonna uh he goes and grabs the elf device that was yep. on top of the robot it's like a nasa why why did he grab it we Just, might need this. We might need this. Well, good thing he did. <laughs> so then we get the big money shot of the movie, which is the big paraclastic cloud chase. Yep. It's about 10 seconds, but it's awesome. Yep. Um, this is more a mix of CGI of the mountain smoke is good because mm-hmm. it's just dark, right? But then... Oh, and the music. And the music's good. It's great. It's, the whole music, the music's in the whole movie. James Newton solid. Howard. 
It's good stuff. Oh yeah, you're, this is another Look at you. You're the second yep. episode of a James Dean Howard score movie. That's well, exciting. I was like I was watching the opening credits. Like, oh, I love this music, and then I saw you're who a, it was. I was like, oh no wonder. You're a James <laughs> Newton Howard guy, aren't you? I guess so. It's your he's your boy. It's his jam. So then we get this again. It's all awesome model destruction, like model town getting fucking blasted apart. I and love it. And some real, yeah, buildings. and some real buildings that they blew up. It's so great. Wow. I will. Most get... of it was the earthquake, but mm-hmm. yeah, a lot of it. Like I, no matter how bad the script can be, sometimes I just appreciate like this effort to put this on this on the screen, and it looks so much better than the shit we get nowadays. Mm-hmm. We get all this CGI stuff. It doesn't look good. This looks like they really blew up a town. Yes, yep, it might have been and... a tiny town, but it still looks like a real town. And they did. Yeah. It's awesome. I love it. Okay. And I tell you what. If I can put my screen under hatting on a little bit, I'll tell you how this movie should have ended. Oh, you're going to do that? Okay. You, you crash into the fucking... The paraclastic cloud goes. Okay. You get a bunch of reflect... Two shots. Two lengthy shots of Linda Hamilton's face in the reflection. We already got two lengthy shots of her face in the mm-hmm. reflection. <laughs> <laughs> with, oh yeah, we did, uh, and with the the explosion, right? Oh my god! So a little a little heavy handed twice, right? Yeah. She crashes. They so cra- are you adding two more to that? What are you adding two more to that? What do you mean? You're two saying, more shots. Here's the, how the ending should have gone. No, easy. This <laughs> this is about. We checked. It's at the, about the ninety minute mark. Okay. Cloud crashes. They get into the mine. Crash. All right, guys. Let's go into the thing. Let me grab Elf here. Turn it on, and we'll go get some water at your little spot. Cut to a few days later, or a day later, people come and they rescue them. We're out of this fucking thing at 95 minutes. Yeah. Done. End this agree. movie right then. It's but done. Then, we got the big climax. Tyler, how would we get the elbow bone poking out Fuck, scene? Fuck, this is whole stupid. All of this is horrible. Why do we have the scene John of this volcano it. movie? I did not like it. It was gross. <laughs> it was gross. I did remember that. And they, I remember being horrified by that and being so afraid of breaking a bone that yeah. it would pop out of my skin. But why do we Legs, have this in the elbows, volcano movie? Everything. Why do we have this in the volcano movie? Because it's mm. all it defies logic in the first that place. That was the way something they do I it. heard about before I even saw the movie. The bone. That's how shocking it was. The bone, mm-hmm. I don't, whatever. Have him break the bone right when he lands. That's fine. If you still want to keep the disturbing bone in, I don't even care about that. I'm talking about Going rather back. than this. He, they go to the thing. He's like, oh, shit, I forgot that thing that I made a point of stopping to get. <laughs> so then he has to go back. It caves in immediately right when he walks in there. He gets in the truck. And the whole thing, it, the truck, we have this five-minute sequence of the crush, the truck slowly crushing so he can reach, 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 reach forever to turn on the little switch. And he is literally can't move. He is in a tiny little pocket. There is no fucking oxygen in this area. No way. And then he's just in there, and then they make a fuck. They have the audacity. This movie, the next scene to be like, hey, the, they've the other crew is like, hey, how long has this fucking light been bleaking? Oh, a couple days or so. Yeah. Jesus Christ, are you kidding me? So that's fine if it was like they were just hanging out in their little mine shaft with their water and their food and shit. But this guy has been trapped in this truck, and I know people have survived in rubble for days and days, and that's incredible, right? Mm-hmm. But why the fuck is it in this movie? It's so stupid. <laughs> I hate it. Because it's just drawn out forever. Because then they not only have to rest, they take time to rescue him. And then he's Are able to... Are still talking about He's this? able to just stand up and walk. He's like, I'm okay, guys. I broke my arm, but it's cool. I'm going to be fine. And there's so many people around. Oh, they brought everybody. The whole town comes back for this shit. <laughs> Everyone that was invited to the first mayor parade. It's like, hey, guys, we have one more scene to shoot. We'll get some extras. And then, well, okay, and speaking of extras, yeah. I invite you to go back and watch the last minute of the movie mm-hmm. and just look at the individual extras and what they're doing. Because they're having to stand there and clap for like a full minute. <laughs> and they're <laughs> they look so excited about 
this. They probably had to do it for like 45 minutes straight. Well, yeah, well, in reality. Walk. Yeah. He can't walk. There's no way he's walking out of there. He's on a stretcher the whole way. He's getting IVs pumped in him. No way. So it's still not over. They're like, oh shit, we gotta go get those other people. So then we gotta wait for everybody to walk around. I'm like, are they still alive? Well, of course they're fucking like, they had water. They had food. He's in a little and tiny they had truck. Space. Holy shit. The whole, his whole crew came back. And then, so everybody's out and they meet Pop Pierce Bronson. And they're like, oh man, where's Pierce Paul? Sue? Pierce, uh, Pierce Bronson. They're like, oh man, where's Paul? And they're like, oh, he didn't make it. <laughs> and then we have this long pause. It's like, oh yeah, I remember that guy that got that horrible death? And then they, the Terry guy's like, at least he got to see the show. <laughs> At least he got to see the show. <laughs> they were all about the show, all of them. Holy mm-hmm. shit. Why is the movie... So, <laughs> it's an hour and 40 minute movie. I could get it down to 95 minutes and probably save you a million or two dollars on that budget. Just get rid of this shit. Why do we have it? Why do we have this movie at okay. all? Okay, <laughs> you were there in 97. Uh-huh. Why didn't you fix it? I wasn't working on the movie. <laughs> <laughs> you were 13 years old. Come on, Tyler. <laughs> I think I had the same attitude when the movie came out. I was like, why... The, the volcano blew up already. Why are we still at this thing? Let's go. <laughs> last thing I want to talk about. Oh, you got more to talk about because you've been talking for the last ten minutes about the last ten this minutes is of the a, movie. This is a shared about I'm... how he'd save time. Yeah. No, <laughs> tell us more, no. Tyler. No, 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 no. About cutting time. I'm done with Dante's Peak. I wanted to get your all thoughts on the other volcano movie of 1997. What was it called? A volcano. Oh. <laughs> Dante's Peak famously beat the other one to the punch. This one came out in. Oh, I looked February. it up. Dante's Volcano. Peak came out in February. Yep. Volcano came out end of April. This one started right around Tom... your birthday. Yeah. Oh. Uh, April, oh, Angie. April I'm... 25th. Hey, Angie. I'm... Well, April 25th? Yeah. I saw this in the movie theater. I saw them both in the movie theater. For your birthday? No, I... well, the 25th was after. Tagline, it's hotter than hell. Tommy Lee Jones, Anne Heche, Don Sheetal in a hat uh, oh. are in L.A. and there's a volcano that erupts and it's mostly just a lava flow movie. Did you see this movie? I saw it in 1997. I have not returned. Have you ever just seen Volcano? Uh, I think you've made me watch yeah. it. Oh, yeah, I have. So, probably. So, Early 2000s. I think at the time... It was regarded that Dante's Peak was the better of the two. Hmm. Would you? What, what's your thoughts on that? Well, I'm you, sure. That I would agree with that. I don't know that everyone else. Would Volcano think that. made less money, correct? It did not do as well. Um, it grossed in the U.S. about the same. It made more worldwide. It was had a smaller budget though of ninety million. Volcano hmm. made more money worldwide. Well, uh, or which was, one? Uh, which one are you looking at? No. The other one did. Dante's Peak made more money. Yeah. Okay. That was my impression. Okay. So, Volcano... But, like, when you say made more money, do you mean well, neither of them, No, neither of them were successful. Yeah. Volcano was a lower-budgeted movie. Yeah. That's incredible to me, because it takes place... Well, okay. $26 million, Not a... There's a lot of CGI being used in the lava in Volcano, right? So, listen. Volcano's real bad. <laughs> <laughs> it is real bad. But... It's got some cheese fun to it that I think is uh, worthwhile. And mm-hmm. if you had asked me these days, which one which I prefer? One do you watch? I think I prefer Volcano. If I asked you today, which one have you watched more overall? Dante's what would you say? Dante's Peak. Okay. I saw Dante's Peak yeah, a ton. Yeah, you quoted the movie. Because it came out here. It was like, even if you didn't... Uh, there, there was no way that I admitted that I had mixed feelings about Dante's Peak when it came out. Because everybody's like, that movie's amazing. We should shot locally, guys. We all love this. Right? We all love this looking around. We all love this. But Volcano, I'll tell you what, this movie has way... Volcano has a huge advantage over Dante's Peak. Dante's Peak ends, uh, that horrible ending, goes on and on and on. <laughs> Just ends with a scroll and instrumental music by your guy, but it's not like the big theme, I don't yeah. think, right away. Whereas Volcano ends with 
a shot of like the new newly formed like crest of the volcano in the middle of LA and on the screen it's like the name of the volcano and it says status and it goes they type it in one at a time A Active. C T I V E and then you get a Randy Newman I love LA song playing over the top and it's fucking awesome hmm. that's how you end a movie everybody okay <laughs> I do remember liking one significantly more than the other because I know, haven't seen Volcano it knows what it is Volcano is like yeah we're gonna put this Randy Newman song in there because this movie's fucking stupid it's great <laughs> come on you love it if I had a needle drop between t- my beloved Toy Story uh, you got a friend in me and I love LA Volcano I'm picking I love LA Volcano every time who are you? Boom, Who boom, did boom, I marry? Boom, boom. You gonna play the at the end of this the Wild no, LA song? No, I'm not gonna give you the satisfaction. <laughs> we love it. Sean, what did you like least about Dante's Peak? Oh, that's tough to find. Nothing. <laughs> it's the perfect movie. What about Ruth? Do you like the uh, the ending where they're stuck in the mine shaft? I fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Enough so, said. My point is that, that the screenwriter of Dante's Peak also wrote the movie Daylight with Sylvester Stallone, which is a movie in which people are trapped inside a fucking city tunnel for a whole movie. Hey, he just had to hey. recreate. He had nothing left. He's hey. like, I'll just do some more of my daylight hey. shit. Let it go. I will not. Let it's a it volcano go. movie, not a mineshaft movie. So the ending was your least favorite part? Yes. Ruth was my least favorite part. I, I think Like, the whole easier... movie could go without her. She didn't even need to be in the movie. What's frustrating to me is that I think Dante's Peak would be a much better regarded movie if you simply fixed a couple different things. Mainly, your motivation for going up that mountain after the kids and that fucking ending. It's you know, pretty easy. Listen, I don't need Ruth or the fucking kids. Yeah. I don't need any of them. Well, the then dog. you have nothing Keep in the, the movie. Fucking dog. Well, what if they just went out for the dog? Yeah. What if the dog uh, spoke or you could hear his inner thoughts? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> now we're cooking. Like, oh shit. <laughs> Is that? I don't know. This mountain's not a mountain. <laughs> what is it? Some liquid stuff oh coming out. Of it. it seems hot. Oh god. Where's my Michael? J- Where? And then you have a Michael J. Fox other dog. Stop talking. I love it. <laughs> Sean, any, any final dog. thoughts on Dante's Peak? Are you glad you rewatched it? Absolutely. I was. I was really looking forward to rewatching it. And as I was re- writing down what I remembered about it, I just got more excited and couldn't wait to start it. Are you gonna have uh, your daughter watch it? PG-13. You know, she's actually about the age I was when it came out now. Well, a couple years still. Yeah. Maybe I'll wait till then. (laughs) I'm still mad. We watched it on Hulu, and if anybody wants to watch it, you can definitely watch it on Hulu. You watched it on your Blu-ray copy, which I'm a little bit jealous of. Are there any sweet-ass bonus features on that (laughs) Blu-ray? That's a really good question. I didn't look. (sighs) But, interestingly enough, Universal has an internet-connected trailer feature, and I got to watch trailers for... Night school. So not that new though. That's still like a year old movie. Green Green Book is that a movie? Oh, fuck yeah, Green Book. Yeah, your best picture winner last year, and it's a piece of shit. But okay, and uh, a couple others from your Dante's peak. But it took like fifteen minutes to get the movie started. Oh. That was hey, you want to know a hot take? That's why you fell asleep. You needed those fifteen minutes. You want to know yeah. a hot take? Dante's peak better than Oscar winning uh, Green Book. Not a hot take because everybody knows Green Book yeah. fucking sucks. Yeah, so what we about Bohemian Rhapsody? I hate that fucking movie. <laughs> we definitely used to have a copy of Dante's. Peak. Yeah, so I'm. That's my point. We watched it on Hulu. We were going to watch it on DVD because I know, I know, we had a copy of mm-hmm. Dante's Peak on DVD that I got in college and the Walmart five dollar yeah. bin. And I think you, you were like, we should get rid of some of these DVDs. So we're never going to watch four again. Four or five years ago, I made Tyler get rid of probably 30, 40 DVDs. I was like, 
pick out the ones that you're we're never gonna fucking watch again. I am not convinced How that I would have picked pulled, Dante's. I peak? am not convinced that I would have done that or did that. I think you took it and you made a comment about Ruth, and I was like, "Fuck you and your Ruth opinion." <laughs> it's an easy really screenplay thing. I feel like you're gonna poke me with that. Finger. All I know is that in six months' time, when I feel a Jones in for a Dante's Peak and I go on Hulu and it's not hey, fucking there, I'm hey, gonna fucking kill you. Question: <laughs> Do you have volcano? No. <laughs> So you think Volcano's better, but you for sure don't have a copy of it? Yeah, because it wasn't filmed locally. <laughs> interesting, interesting. I don't think Volcano was better. I don't. I, I think Dante's Peak is objectively made better because it has all that. I'm glad I watched it again because I really do appreciate all the practical work they put mm-hmm, into it. Mm-hmm. It yeah. really is a nice. It's nice to watch, and I won't get tired of seeing that. I think you could turn on the last thirty minutes of this movie. Of you know, ignoring all that shit, I and enjoy I could, the enjoy the set. Pieces. I think I could re-edit this movie and just take out all the all the Ruth stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. it'd be a really good movie. It'd be about eighty minutes, but that, that's all right. Even better. <laughs> I still like the Acid Lake, and you wouldn't have that without Ruth. I like the Acid Lake. She can be there. Kill her. <laughs> That's fine. Just, just don't make her such an idiot. Lady. Just okay. don't make her such an idiot. Oh, my God. Or make her live. Who cares? Or make her just fall in instead of like, I'm going to leap into the lake and pull you 12 inches to the dock that you were almost at. You know what I would have done? And did you see how close they were? Because as they soon as really they... were really fucking close. Well, I mean, to missing the dock. Because as soon as they stepped off it, it collapsed. What if... Yeah, that's true. That was, this is another that ending that I would accept. Ruth survives. They get all the way through the mine shaft. She... Just gets crushed by the truck in general or in the mine shop and dies. But they turn it on. Everything's fine. Maybe they that? just needed a better actress for Ruth. No, she's just being dumb. She is a fine actress. Mm, Who would you... Not a good character. If you had yeah. to pick right off the bat, you get five seconds to answer this. Okay. Who's the voice of the dog in your version of this movie? Tyler Wilson. <laughs> no, what's the voice? What's the celebrity voice you're going to get? Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. I can see like a Seth, a Seth Rogen like laughing through this thing. Uh, <laughs> like, oh, did you see that fucking lava? No, <laughs> no, it's too, a Jake, too it's distracting. A Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, really? Yeah, you're just on that Jake Gyllenhaal track yeah, right he's now. Hot. Who's not? Way to objectify him. Yeah. My God, me too. I can say <laughs> someone's hot. I me can... too. Oh fuck off. <laughs> All right. Oh. <laughs> Hashtag me too. I thought you were trying to include yourself. Oh, no, no. Me too. You are also hot. Thank you. That's what I thought you were you going for. You got a for. little Jake Gyllenhaal-ness about you. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's got a little bit of me about him. Oh. <laughs> well, it was the right. 90s. I don't know what, huh? what happened there. He was making The Day After Tomorrow. I don't know. That was later. That was All right. later. Well. That was another good movie. <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> that was fun to watch, though. No. <laughs> Is that the pull-ups one? No, no. that's 2012. <laughs> Same director. <laughs> no more pull-ups. Nice. Nice. End of your 2012 apocalypse movie. Last dialogue. No more pull-ups. All nice. right, friends. Nice. Well, that wraps up our uh, episode of Dante's Peak from 1997. Yeah. Tyler loved it. Sean loved it. <laughs> You I still did don't not like it. love it. You hate it so much you got rid of but my DVD copy five years ago. <laughs> I will uh, I will see if I love it more than Volcano, though. Because I do remember thinking, like, Dante's Peak's way better, or Volcano's way better. When okay. we stop recording, yeah. I'm going on eBay and buying a $2 DVD copy of Volcano. It's and Dante's Peak. available for streaming. Combo pack? They, it's different studios. It's not going to oh, be in a combo bad. pack. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Uh, and uh, anything else you want to add? We're good? What if the dog, like, Stop. pulled, they anyway, discovered the squirrels? Let's, the I'm just going to muffle him. <laughs> let's uh, give a nice round of applause and thank you to our guest uh, today, Sean Scott. Woo! Where can we find you? On the, and people always say on these these podcasts, they ask the person do where you they have can any, find him on the internet. Oh, yeah. Do you have anything to plug? Yeah, do you have anything to plug? Where can we find you on the internet? Nope. <laughs>
Uh, well, so Ty- Tyler and Sean have a podcast. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Is that coming well, back? Sure it's uh, going to be coming back soon. It's called uh, Turtle we do, Talk Live. We, we, need to do, we need to do one on Rescue Palooza. Yeah. And the fucking Batman Ninja Turtles movie. Well, I have to watch that. God, Jesus. <laughs> All right, so catch, up on, those, catch up on those Turtle Talk Live we'll before uh, they throw you, out some new Feel free to binge the f- whole first season. You can find Sean Scott on Twitter at at Sean Scott on Twitter, probably. No, I don't. Have <laughs> <laughs> one. You right, can find old millennials remember movies on Twitter. On uh, do we have that still? At old millennial <laughs> film or something like that. No, that no. sounds too long. No one's gonna remember that. All right. We're well, not thanks for listening, and we will talk at you another movie. <laughs> Goodbye, friends. Goodbye. He jumps right into that truck over the lava. Oh, well, I got an alarm going off, Sean. Is it bedtime? <laughs> it's a text.